Wondrous Realms Podcast Group presents The Realms of Omnia, Season 2 Hosted by Sierra Reigns Featuring Tyler Butler, Greg Hall, Nick Grasser, Regan Street, and Maddie Wobzer So if you are here and you are listening for the first time, fear not. We are going to do a brief recap. There. My name is Sierra, and I am the creator of the Realms of Omnia, as well as its DM. Uh, it is an entirely homebrew campaign, and I'm excited you're along for the ride. We have Maddie here, who hey. plays Thare Grace, the halfling bard. Yes. We have Nick, <laughs> who's just staring at me. Um... Who plays Halcarin, the half-elf drow monk. Hal to his friends. Hal, indeed. Um, we have Greg here as our barbarian, Tiff. They Flex can't them. hear your flexing, but okay. <laughs> um, Tiffany is a Goliath barbarian who has a nasty habit of almost dying. And we have Regan, who is here as the tabaxi uh, Kitara, also known as Kitten mm-hmm. by her friends, and mom to two bear cubs. Yeah, my baby's Sorry we killed your family. Like, <laughs> exactly what we said to Lupa too. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have Tyler playing the wonderful uh, gender-fluid changeling Cholda, who is also a cleric. Don't forget my weasel Prince! Ooh! Yes. It was accompanied by the purple weasel named Prince. <laughs> At least you didn't kill that one's family. <laughs> you just turned the human into a fucking weasel and now he's your... Now he's your pal. Your pal. His uh, pal. If you are new to the realms of Omnia, it has lovingly been called Animal Crossing for some time due to their adoption of all wild animals that they come across. So in addition to these party members, we have a wolf named Lupa, a mouse named Lacey, two bear cubs named Flint and Lana, a weasel named Prince and a hawk. I cannot remember what the hawk's name is. We never gave him is. an official name, but I'm naming him Tony. Yes! I love how we had that whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, because I was listening to the session earlier, and we laughed for 15 fucking minutes straight just trying to name the stupid Oh, I-, I was scrolling through the group chat trying to find, like, old information, and there were pages of just bird pun names. Yes. So I was like, oh, yes. That's the name. Okay, so Tony. Oh, my God, why? Tony the Hawk, a gift from her beloved barkeep, Red. And I just got that now. It's horrible. Right over your head. I know, it took me a second, like, why the fuck are we naming this t- this hawk? Oh, it's Tony I, Hawk! I am going to 
going to rule it that everyone who comes across Tony the Hawk does not know what kind of bird he is. Yes! <laughs> wow, he looks like this really cool bird that I've heard a lot about. But I just can't place it. Um, yeah, so uh, we formerly had two other party members with us, Tretha, our druid, uh, played by Aaron, and Derek Darkstrider, our blood hunter, played by Drew. Unfortunately, due to unforeseen circumstances, they will not be with us, at least right now, going forward. Um, so this is intended to be the beginning of season two and a soft reboot. Um, we are not retconning anything, but if there are changes... Uh, and misinformation that you hear if you do happen to listen to all of season one, that would be um, a multiversal mishap. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, without further ado, let me catch you all up on what has been happening in the realms of Omnia. (coughs) Previously in the realms of Omnia. (laughs) Uh, A group of seven adventurers brought together by fate or sheer dumb luck, were gathered together to investigate the forests of Naturai and locate some missing rangers who looked over the treetop village where our setting has mostly taken place. During this adventure, they stumbled upon a much deeper plot disguised as a werewolf attack. Cult activity claimed the lives of the rangers and left the forests without a protector. Timothy Whitmantle, rest his soul, thanked these adventurers for their help, but he could not look out for the village by himself. This prompted the group to stick together and try to protect their forest home. Uh, So together they traveled to the lost city of Kreishere and found the long-forgotten temple of Arboribus where after many trials, they were able to find the branches of Arboribus, the nature god of this realm, many, and many cure... Trials. Many trials. There were indeed many trials. Uh, this is before recording started, so you will not be able to hear that. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we totally got on the first try. Oh yeah, totally got on the first try. Um, <laughs> so, anyone with lycanthropy was cured and felt the effects of a god long missing. Some believe that the gods still exist. Some believe that they once existed and have long abandoned this plane, and others believe they never existed and people are foolish for believing them. You'll mostly find elder races such as dwarves and elves insist that the gods once walked the earth, but that they are no longer here, and no one knows why. So after feeling this mysterious energy, which many in this party have some connection to religion, uh, they continued on together to try to undo this cult of Umbra, the taboo goddess of death and the unknown. They acquired many animals on their quests and tracked down the aforementioned cult who had been harming the forests of Naturai, taking its abundant resources and transforming it uh, for selfish gain. With the help of Lady Luck herself, they gained some extra help to defeat Gula, the embodiment of gluttony poisoning the realm of Naturai, but not without loss. Derek Darkstrider, our blood hunter, seems to be possessed by the entity who shared his body, he fondly referred to as Bitch. <laughs> Cholda, thinking they could help attempt to exercise Bitch from Strider's body, proceeded with their version of an exorcism they were originally unwilling to do. Their last words when we left off were, when you bring him to my room, you must not enter. Only leave him and go. 
Only I can be there. I don't want you getting hurt. Tiff dropped off Strider. There Grace, Tretha, and Kitten hung out at the bar with the barkeep, Ren, after being shaken by their encounter with Gula and the serious condition of their teammate. Halcarin, who insisted that Cholda do everything in their power to help save Darkstrider, <laughs> tried to make amends before the ritual. However, Cholda brushed them off and began to chant. Cholda claims they know what must be done and go on alone uh, and have asked Umbra to enter through them and guide them in the exorcism of Derek Darkstrider. There was a round of chanting, a gasp, and Cholda has opened their eyes. And that is where we will pick up with oh, Cholda. And now is the part where I warned my players, mm. I will need to scroll a bit through my notes because they're not in chronological order. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so forgive this pause here as I try to figure out where I wrote what I need for this scene. Uh, but Cholda, if you want to get in that mindset of calling upon Umbra, or maybe you wish to reveal some of your past with Umbra to the rest of the party here, although out game they won't, they won't know this, but for story's sake, if you want to share anything, you may do so now. Um, I would definitely need to go through my personal notes again. Understandable. We're so prepared. <laughs> so, well, while they do that, I just want to say I'm very proud of us as a group because that was a great recap and none of us interjected. Yeah, I am very proud, That's, actually. That is a big Thank deal. That is, that is indeed a big deal. Yeah, I feel like it's the first time we've started a session without like a 20-minute tangent. That's I because mean, I let the 20-minute tangent happen before I started recording. Oh, smart yeah. girl, smart girl. Everyone's like, why aren't we playing yet? Because. <laughs> Get it out now. Uh, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Did you just roll a million at once? <laughs> just one. Oh. Tip's gonna die tonight. He rolled double that 20s earlier and he wasted that, oh. so. It's okay. Gotta warm him up. Kind of like an old car and it just uh -huh. like... <laughs> Are you at a point where I can at least describe oh, yeah, visually where you're you can, at? You can okay. go right ahead. Okay. So as you open your eyes, for a moment you see nothing but darkness. It is cold. A chill runs down your spine. You hear the dripping of water. And remember the feeling of being damp. Not quite underwater, more like, I don't want to just come out and say waterboarding, but <laughs> um, you just feel you're in a damp, cold room with this constant drip. Hello? There is silence. As you speak, the space you're in almost seems to fill out. You can feel moss beneath your feet. You are not where you once were. You feel a weight in your chest. Your breath almost catches in your throat. 
you hear almost a reverb, a faint echo, but it doesn't sound like your voice. Please make a perception check. almost hear mumbling, but you can't quite make out the words. The voice does not stay stationary. One moment it feels as if it's in the corner of the very dark room. The next it feels like it's right behind you. But you still can't make out what it's saying and you still cannot see. Please, someone, say something. You hear laughter, but not the laughter that you are familiar with, the fond, jovial laughter that you have come to associate with the zoo to zoo. Tell me who you are. Tell me what you are. Oh, we're well past that. What are you? You know who I am. Mother? Have you finally come home to me? I've come to spare the life of another. And then I wish to go the way I once went, left. You feel incredibly alone. The presence almost seems to have left you. Mother, come back. Mother, come back, please. You hear the whirring of cog pieces clicking together. But you are alone in this room. I'm not here to play games, Mother. I've come to save another. I have, I have made the call. You have answered. Either stay to bargain, or let him die in peace. Well, I can't have that. Why not, Mother? What do you want, Cole? I don't go by that name anymore, Mother. Nonsense. Spare him, Mother. Why? Because my friends want to see him alive. Because they've asked me for help. And this is the only way I know how. You will not like what I require. I know I won't, but I don't have a choice. It's the only way. So name your price, Mother, or send me away. I will not be sending you away. 
You are mine. And your playdate with your friends is over. Feel a pain in your chest. Your heartbeat quickens. It's double time in comparison to the dripping water that you hear. You begin to feel dizzy and nauseous. And then you feel nothing. Your heart sinks like a stone, and you feel a void inside you. And it is there where Umbra has decided to curl up inside of you. Home at last. Now, who must I save? Safe, Derek. Let him live, Mother, please. Who's Derek? The man in front of me. The man I've been praying with, Mother. The Dark Strider. <laughs> and just this laughter makes all the hairs on your neck stand up. Mother, what did you make me do? What did they make me do? The Strider was one of mine. And he cannot go on without me. But it is too late. You've already welcomed me home. No, I quite like it here. Don't let me go, you tricked me! I did no such thing. You called, and I answered. More than your Azutazu would do for you. He's done so much for me. His tricks are playful. This is cruel. He has done nothing! I made you what you are. And what you will be. I've forsaken what I was. I've made myself different, Mother. Hmm. Yes, we'll fix that. <clears throat> and almost as if... Ooh, actually, I will make you roll a wisdom saving throw. I will allow you to have that opportunity. Oh my god. Oh, come on, Cholber, come on. It's a 12? Ooh, a little fight in you. You know your friend had that. It got old. Mother, let me go, please. But I've missed you. You mother. I know. And you feel your body start to move as if 
It is not your own. Stop it. Stop it, let me go. You do stop moving. All right. I suppose we can share. But do not forget that I own you. You feel a surge of power course through your body for a minute. It feels electric. And you feel repressed emotions of rage, hatred, anger, and darkness fill the very core of your being. Everything that you tried to forget, everything that you covered with the naivety of Cholda is now gone. I scream. I think that's all I can do is just scream. And although you are screaming, unwillingly the corners of your mouth turn into a smile. We are far from finished. And you are back in the room that you once were. Cholda, I would like you to level up, please. But you must take that level up as a warlock. Okay. As this happens, you are back in the space that you once were, but you notice that all of the lights are out. You have no way of knowing how long you were under the influence of Umbra. And with that, we are going to port to somebody else. So you can recover from that. Oh my god! <laughs> that, was, that was wonderful. So, uh, if it was not immediately obvious to some of the other players here. Um, the exorcism that Cholda has put together using the power of Umbra to free Derek Darkstrider from the spirit of Bitch. Uh, Bitch was actually Umbra herself, and she has now been removed from his body. So he Man, no longer has his abilities. To do that? <laughs> I'm looking at him. <laughs> I am going to. I'm gonna. Fucker's eye. Sorry, I'm gonna play some music. All I can think now is he's he's like uh uh both of that man in the new Suicide Squad. Oh my goodness, redacted. Uh, let me roll a die to see who goes next. Okay, uh, Thayer Grace, you are up. So previously, we left you at the bar with your friends and your partner, who was giving you drink after drink because you requested it, and he is not going to tell you what to do. And he's a good bartender who listens. 
So, you proceed to have multiple drinks. You don't remember going to bed. But when you open your eyes, you see a woman before you. There's a mist surrounding everything. A hazy purple smoke. And she is shuffling a deck of cards. Girl fortune. The woman does appear to be wearing a fortune teller's garb. Um, Tyler, I'd like to call you in to kind of describe how the figure looks because you know their most recent appearance. Right. So Fortuna is wearing, yes, a fortune teller's garb, but it is a sort of bright scarlet dress with gold fittings. Her appearance seems a bit more haggard than usual. A bit older, but still contain that youthful essence of good fortune. And in her hands are not the usual tarot deck that we would see in Omnia, but something uh, much more ancient, much more um, foreign. There's also the slight smell of pickle salts. So, salt and vinegar. you okay. see this woman, yeah. she's shuffling the cards, she looks up at you, and winks. Hey, kid. Hi, I, I thought you were gone, I didn't expect to see you again. Yeah, well, I'm always around. Just, not in the way you might expect. Voice is different, are you right? She falters for a minute, but then she just gives you a smile. It's not what I'm here to talk about today. What are you here to talk about? I don't know. I don't understand. You will, kid. You will. Okay. What's your lucky number? Lucky number. Yeah, your lucky number. You know, something makes you feel good, feel safe. Four? Four it is. She begins to flip out cards. Sorry, I gotta loop the music. The music Technical okay. difficulties. <laughs> Was not supposed to just abruptly cut off, but uh, here we go. Can we please replay? Thank you. <laughs> okay. She pulls out four cards. Now here is where I gotta go to Google because I done forgot my handy dandy cheat sheet. So sorry to break the uh, the ambiance of the setting. So first card that you see, although these cards, the back of them doesn't look like the traditional tarot deck, they're actually a light lavender color and the scenery that they have on the back of them almost looks kind of like twisted vines. Um, and a lot of black shadows. But she looks at that card, 
kind of tosses it in the air and it changes into a normal tarot card. And the first card pulled is the Knight of Wands. And it says the Knight of Wands symbolism is straightforward. When it appears, it means a great time to get away and travel. Time to see the world, kid. There is a King of Swords reversed. Now this may be someone who comes into your life. That you want to be on the lookout for. This person is going to misuse their power. And is manipulative. How will I know who it is? Can't tell you everything, kid. The next card that you see is the chariot. Though oddly enough, this one looks like a ship. Now this card is all about willpower and success and determination. It's what you're going to need to beat that nasty king of swords. Okay. And in the end, I see Ace of Cups. It's the beginning of a journey. It's an emotional one. Right. It's not a bad thing, kid. Why are you telling me this? Because I like you. Because I'm going to be gone for a while. Okay. Where are you going? You still got that eight ball? Yeah. He'll be fine. But hey. You might need to make your own luck for a little while. Okay. It's gonna be alright, kid. You gotta start a new journey. You gotta watch out for the enemy. You gotta overcome them with willpower. You're gonna get to that place you always wanted to get to. I got faith in you. And as you say that, she gives you a smile, and she flicks the last card at you. And as she does that, that music's gonna stop again, really? Damn. <laughs> as Is there not a way to set up the loop? There should be. There should be, but I'm struggle bussing. That's it. So, um, so she flicks this card at you, and the mist swallows her whole. You open your eyes. The card is still there on your chest. It's got a purple back, lavender colored. It's that Ace of Cups. But the edges are singed, almost like it didn't quite make the trip here. Okay, 
on that note, we're going to move on to, yet again, somebody else. Let's see. Bring it down to a D4. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Forget about it. I know it's not fine. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Want to know more? Would you Find like out to know next more? on the World of Asteroids! <laughs> Said I was on hiatus for a little bit, so. Okay. So next is Halkerin's turn. Okay, Halkerin. You weren't drinking before allegedly going to bed. What do you think you would have been doing? Um, honestly, after. Because I know I did try to like, kind of apologized to Jolda, mm -hmm. so I probably would have stayed in that general area for a while, and then, like, if I didn't You stay people, in the area of Cholda? Yes, like, I wasn't in the room with them, because they didn't want anyone in the room, but I probably would have stayed near the door. Uh, Make a perception check for me. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I figured nothing happened outside. Actually, what's your passive perception? I'm sorry. Oh, okay. That works too. That's the wrong block. Thirteen. Um, you you hear when when Cholda screams. It is audible. Oh, then I'm gonna barge into the room then. I would like you to make a Constitution saving throw, please. Oh. <laughs> As you go to touch the handle of the door, you feel pressure on your chest, and you feel yourself move backwards. Everyone here has seen the Far From Home trailer, correct? Oh. You know how Doctor Strange fucking astral pushes oh. Peter out of Spider-Man's body? Yes. Exact same thing happens here to you. You suddenly see yourself holding onto the door, frozen in time. So I just, and, like, I'm able to... You are in the astral, yes. What the hell? And I guess I would probably just try to open the door again. You go to touch the door again, but your hand passes through it. Can I walk through the door? Ooh, that's a good question. As you go to walk through the door, you feel a hand on your shoulder... What the hell? I'm gonna turn around and see who's touching Spin around. Before you, you see an outline of energy. It is violet in color. It almost looks like the outline of a person. I'll probably like kind of try to swat their hand away. You try to swat it and it grabs your wrist. Oh no, I don't like this at all. As it grabs your wrist, you see its finger. Although you are in the astral, you still look like yourself. Yeah. I would like to clarify. So you still have your dark skin. As you feel this pressure on your wrist wrap around, you see that the hand starts to look like yours. What? I'm trying to pull myself away. It holds you tighter, but not in a. Actually, make an insight check. 
Sorry, I'm still rusty. No, that's like, okay. Like, when You're is a good time great. to sleep? When, yeah. when is a good time to slip checks in here? And I'm like, mm, let's let them help tell the story. So, fifteen. Ooh, fifteen. Yeah, you can tell that this energy does not feel negative. Um, but it doesn't necessarily feel positive either. Um, but it does not seem to mean you harm. Although it does seem desperate. And as the fingers slowly start to fill in, that trails up the body, and soon before you, you see a drow. Oh. Oh. This oh. drow has purple skin, similar to yours. It's almost a. Uh, it's almost. It's like Pretty a purple, purple black. Yeah. Um. Long white hair pulled back into a braid down their back. And the last part that fills in are the eyes, and they too are that bright violet purple energy that filled the outline of their body. Who are you? They do not open their mouth. Probably trying to just yank my arm away again. Make a strength check. You go to pull back, and as you go to pull back, you feel like a weight on top of you that kind of forces you to kneel. Okay. Uh, what but do you want from me? As you shout that out at them, they put their hand under your chin and lift it up to look you in the eyes. And as soon as they see your eyes, they smile. What did you do to Cholda? They raise an eyebrow. They scream. Uh, they they shook their head and uh, like. We gotta get better about describing. Did the, did the, the gay hand movies. flick a little bit, but it, in uh, that's the only way I can really describe it. It's like a. Off, like. It's like me? No. That's not me. I need to get in there. What's going on? And they shake their finger at you. Um, make, uh... Make another insight check. So, you make that perception check, um... And you can see that in their eyes, they want to communicate, but are physically unable at this moment in time. Can you make an arcana check for me? Yeah. 13. The more you're getting accustomed to being in this astral, the more you can tell that this is a different kind of energy, one that is not from here. Are you trying to communicate with me, but you don't know how? Their face looks solemn, almost sad. I don't understand. I've never seen anyone like me, and I'll probably look down at my hand that's not being held. And what he's going to do, put a hand on his chest, look at you, and then slowly 
tenderly reach out and put their hand on your chest. Ooh, I want to, with my other hand, I want to kind of put my hand over his own and try to channel my radiant energy. Ooh. What would I have you roll for that? I don't know. I'm not trying to, like, hurt him. No, I know, I know. I would like you to make a religion check. Oh, okay. Ooh. Ooh. So as this hand touches your chest and your hand touches it as well, you burst with light. This light, violet light that seems to be radiating from him also envelops you. And for a moment, you're channeling it together. So there, you doing the same like thing that I'm doing, basically. Oh, that's different. Yeah, I've never seen that before. And this is a power you have not felt before. Out game, I know who this is, but in game, I'm like, what the hell is going on? And as this light shines extremely bright, you see the corner of their eyes kind of turn up in a smile, but it's sad. I'd like you to make a perception check for me. That's a six. That light is almost so blinding to you, it's emitting from all of you, everywhere. You see that he goes to mouth something, but you cannot make out what it is. And then... He's gone. No, wait! I need answers! He almost pushes off you gently as he goes to go, and he's being pulled back by something unforeseen. I probably am crying. (laughs) TBH. And you start to slowly fade back to your body. And the light is at its brightest the moment that you synchronize back with your body. And then, you're you again. Um, is that some sort of hallucination from whatever shocked me? You still feel the crackling of this energy around you, and I'll say that the fingertips of your hands still are that dancing kind of radiant energy. Almost like static electricity, but, like, you can kind of visualize it. Right. If that makes sense. Do I feel, like, empowered? Yes. Can I try to channel that energy and punch in the door? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, so, go ahead and do that. I guess make make a strength check with advantage. Yeah, because I don't really know how to incorporate this kind of energy. It would be a 14. 14? Um, I will say that you aren't quite able to knock the door off its hinges, but you do knock it ajar. Like, it kind of very loudly opens up. Okay, I'm going to walk in. And as you walk in, 
you see the back of Cholda standing there over Darkstrider. Just standing? Yep. I I heard you scream. Is everything okay? Everything is dark in this room, but almost as soon as you walk in, a little bit of light seems to brighten the space. And also, I'm pretty sure you have dark vision, so. I do, but I wasn't sure if it was magical darkness, so. It is indeed, like, a magical darkness, yeah. but it's not, like, the spell yeah, magical darkness, so. Uh, but I'll just say that, like, you you aren't, like, bursting with light anymore, right. but you're still radiating a bit of energy that is manifesting in the room and kind of pushing back the darkness a little bit. Okay, I would probably start, like, walking up and try to put a hand on Folder's shoulder. <laughs> I, I guess I'll just kind of turn around and look at you. Are you okay? The deed is done. Is is Derek okay? The yeah. deed is done. Do I hear that? Yes, it is speaking with Childa's mouth. Is that one of your changing tricks? That's not funny. What happened in there? And here? What had to be done? What had to... Can I tell anything with Derek? Uh, make an investigation check. Does... Basically, I want to check to see if he's, you know, still alive. Mm-hmm. Is an investigation? He's rolling really good at knowing that. Um, that's a two. Oh. Uh, the room is not bright enough for you to see Derek, but, uh, Cholda's energy is really off-putting to you, and you are not sure what's going on, and you're concerned for Derek's safety. Um, perhaps you should leave the room and take a break and go get some water. Put your light out. This is a nest for darkness. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, nope, 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 nope. That doesn't sound like you at all. It's not. Um. I would like to <laughs> I would like to cast dancing lights to make four small tour sized lights show up. Cholda, this is almost painful for you. Put it out! Put it out! As Umbra hisses. Okay, we are back. Apparently, we lost microphone coverage for only, thankfully, a couple of minutes. I was so anxious that everything that I had done was not recorded. But, alas, here we are. So we're going to backtrack a little bit to fill in the blanks of what has happened since. Luckily, it wasn't a lot. Um... Obviously, on the recording, you will hear that it cut off at, um, what once was Cholda begging Halcrin to put the lights out. I saw that the light was burning, and, mm-hmm. or their skin, and I put them out, and, um, Cholda, this, this isn't you. I'm nobody. Who are you? Are you nobody, too? Then there's a pair. Don't tell. They banish us, you know. 
Cholda, what are you talking about? You know who I am. I am not Cholda. And then I call for help. I am yelling for Tiff and everyone to get in here. Indeed. In which then we were going to port to Tiff, and we were trying to determine if Tiffany was in the general vicinity to here. Yeah, I think we decided he was just kind of on his way back to the bar. But Tiff was going to make a perception check, and you get a second chance at life here, Tiff, so... <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. Oh, gracious DM, thank you. Mm-hmm. Is it worse? That's an eight. <laughs> it is two points better. Yeah. <laughs> Tiff said, I'm the best. <laughs> I don't need smarts when I got the muscles. What was that hell? Sorry, I couldn't hear you over my fucking ego. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's probably nothing. <laughs> you hear screaming. Eh. Must be normal for exorcisms, right? Yeah, what do I know about exorcisms? Do Did Chola ever actually officially reveal to you that they were going to do an exorcism, or were they just going to say they needed to be alone? I think they just needed to be alone. Yeah, just needed to be alone. Mm. Okay. Okay. Now, this is all you, mm-hmm. but in the last session... Derek Darkstarter was being a dick. <laughs> he was being a dick to begin with. And I left him alone. Hey, can Shul- you blame him? He was stuck with a bitch. Right. But I left him alone with Sholda, who I lovingly refer to as Jelly Billy. And yeah, now Sholda is screaming. I don't know. Uh, actually, make a... Make a... Insight check? Okay. I can't imagine that's going to get to that's a 19. Ooh, okay. I was going to say that it, uh... The, the voice that you hear is not Cholda's. Though it is coming from Cholda's general direction. Mm, okay. Yeah, I mean... I think he'd go to figure out what was going on, because... I don't know. Like, is it like an actual like scream or like a anguished yell of you know, like I don't know, like a panic or painful scream or like an anguished. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I w- I think that maybe Tiff's first thought was that shoulder or uh, that uh. Derek had gotten a little aggressive while Jelly Belly was trying to help him. Mm. And he's like, <coughs> Damn it, Spooky! <coughs> and start hoisting himself back up. Why don't you just lay there? He's walking towards the door. As you're walking towards the door, you hear silence. Like, absolute dead silence. Oh, yeah. Door's open, though, right? The door is ajar. But it's like, like, I'm trying to think of, like, you guys know when it gets, like, that really eerie, just, like, yeah. you should hear something. But oh, absolutely... speaking of which, I should still be playing the eerie music. Oh, okay. We're still in, we're still in eerie mode. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? It was like, kind of supposed to be for the visions, but now it's just kind of, like, general ambiance is whatever. But you know what I'm talking about, where it's, like, that weird, it's, like, it's too quiet yeah. kind of sound. So, like, there should be at least some kind of rustling coming in from inside this room, but it's just, like, dead sound coming out of it. Indeed. And then... You hear, I'm nobody. Who are you? Are you nobody too? 
Pardon me? Uh, Jelly Belly, you got a, uh, got a friend in there that we, we didn't know about? And then you hear, I am not Cholda. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm looking for my friend Cholda, and, uh, oh my God. have you seen him? Can I come in? Hello? Tiff, make an intelligence check. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cat. Oh. to you, but now they've gone oddly quiet after insulting you to your face. Oh no. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just know exactly. Yeah, oh, I know too. It's gonna be like, now excuse me, you may not want to talk, but that is incredibly rude to start trying Yeah, to the do door's it. gonna fly off its hinges, like oh, it's yes. just gonna happen, we're not even gonna make your roll for it, because <laughs> Halcorn already tried to punch the door in with magic, and uh, now Tiff is just I like- I open it normally, and it said no, and I talked to a freaking guy who looked like me. Yeah, so Tiff's a little, he's a little irked, and it's not because he's like, it's just, it's rude. It's not, you know, my mama didn't raise me that way. <laughs> Mama didn't raise me. <laughs> Mama said when someone's talking to you, you need to be responded. Excuse you. Oh my god. How dare you? How dare I? What's going on? What do I see in here? Uh, the voice appears to be coming from Cholda, who is looking at Halker, and you cannot see their face. That's not Cholda. That's Jelly Belly. What do you mean it's not Jelly Belly? Who are we speaking to? I just told you, it's Jelly Belly. Shut up. <laughs> How are you about that? I'm usually oh. very cordial with <laughs> I don't know if the microphone is working anymore. No, we're fine. We're still recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, oh, My cat just decided to just be a fucking dick. <laughs> so I think we should change his name to is, yeah, don't is it, you just even start bitching. Are we sure it's still recording because he unplugged the mic or the remote? It's fine, it's fine. Okay. I still got three lights here. Okay. Anyways. Sorry about that, so. Anyway. Before my cat decided to just up and fuck over. <sighs> so, so, I'm sorry, where were we? Uh, Halcren was like, that's not shoulder. I, I asked uh, who we were speaking. Oh. And then he said, Oh, I told you it was Jelly Belly. And I said, Shut up. Yes, please shut up. Jelly Belly. It's not. Jelly Belly. And to think, I thought we were friends. Get out. You can't tell me what to do. I'm twice your size. Call! Make him leave. 
please leave. Take your light with you. And your axe is glowing. Whoa! And I didn't even like grab it, so it's just like kind of glowing on his back. Yes. Yes, exactly. You mean this thing? Take your life with you. Cholo, it's just my family. Yet. I am not Cholo. I am Cole. Cole. Leave now. What did the you get with Cholo? They are away. Why are they coming back? We shall see. The work is yet to be finished. What work? What sort of work? There is work to be done. Where, uh, where, where's Spooky at? That's brought him in here, didn't I? He is with us. Like in this room? Yes. He must be far away. I can't see him. I'll hobble before Leave with your light. <clears throat> Now listen. I will not ask kindly again. Good boy, Cole. Are you threatening me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cole, we need you to bring Cholda back. Cholda is not here right now. Please leave a message at the tone. <laughs> I would like to get in their face, and I would like to cast the Dancing Lights trick cantrip again, and say... Cholda needs to come back. You hear the now. Oh, make an intimidation check. No idea what that is. Oh. Fourteen. There is a hiss and a slight pullback, involuntarily, of Cole. But then there is a low, guttural laugh. Playtime is over. I will not ask again. Jelly Belly, you're, uh... I'm, I'm not, I'm not ever afraid of anything. I'm not afraid of anything, but uh, you're starting to freak me out. I would like to ignite my hands. So yes! Oh, no, I don't want to fight Cholda, but no, I feel with like a, I have With to. a crackling of black, shadowy energy. That's I am immediately... An, I And prepare an Eldritch Blast they, for, if they try to move forward anymore. Uh -oh, In response, I'm crackling one of my radiation bolt things. Oh, I don't want to Kitten's gonna wake up and the whole party's dead. Even you have no power here. Be gone! Make a constitution saving throw. Both of us are just Him, specifically. He's in the path. Twelve. You feel a force blast push you careening out of the room. However, with a 12, I will say, you feel almost like a warm shield around your body. Aww. It almost feels like an embrace. Aww. love. But you are sent flying from the room. 
Now, hold on one second. You are still in your body, though, this time. <laughs> Just one second, Jelly Belly, Cold Up, Cole, whoever you are. What are you doing to Fancy Pants? He did nothing to you. Cole, I have no patience for this. Well, that's going down. There is work to be done. I want to call for guitar out there, Grace. We're getting there. We're gonna we're gonna cut shortly to go to kitten <laughs> actually. Kitten yeah. <laughs> just like I just wanted one night <laughs> <laughs> with my bear cubs. Good. <laughs> so yeah, uh, now the now the axes are primed and ready to go. Like, don't make me do this, little man. Don't make me do what I must do. Leave with your life intact. Blessed to be spared. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. oh, God. Cole, what do you do? I fire Eldritch Blast. Okay. Oh, That's the right one. Blast up the front door, knocked off the ladder all the way down, breaks his neck and effects. Oh. Oh, no. Tiff gets up and goes, oh, my God. That's uh, that is an unnatural twenty-three. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, in addition to, it it just is like a it's it just hits and does damage, right? Yeah, but it's a D ten. Um, Tiff, I will allow you to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay. That is a seven to in damage. Okay. So me. Hmm. Oh, not 70. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, that is a, a natural 24. Tiffany, as you are hit with this Eldritch Blast, instead of flying through the room as Halcoran did, though Halcoran did not take damage, you were wielding your axe that was already glowing, and as it's glowing, that light also spreads onto you, and your tattoo begins to glow again, but not the orange color you are familiar with. Instead, it's more of a magenta. And as it does this, a rune lights up on your axe. And yeah. it is the fourth rune, I believe, that you have unlocked of eight. I believe the next one was willpower, if I am not mistaken, which is fitting since you unlocked it with a constitution saving throw. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to find a way to change that later. So you have unlocked willpower, and for a moment... As you are standing there with your axe, refusing to be thrown from the rune, room, and the rune and all the lights are just around you, for a moment, it is almost as if there is a wall behind you, and that wall are four previous incarnations of Tiffany. Oh, shit! Oh, <laughs> That's shit. awesome! <laughs> That's you, awesome! And you will not be moved, but... They are only there for a moment, and they kind of flicker in and out of existence before being gone. And you are still in the room, but your axe's glow fades as well. Oh no, so I just kind of expelled whatever energy I had there to protect myself. Mm-hmm. 
Ah, one might say you blew your load. Oh my god! Go home! <laughs> Um, uh, I would what? like to remind you that your experience with the deck of many things took part of your soul, yeah. which is your connection to the TIFF force, if you will. Um, <laughs> so they backed you up in need for a moment, but they there, are it, unable. It they are unable to remain in this realm, and you are unable to truly channel their energy. I think TIFF is visibly shaken by this. Like, that... There was a brief moment of confidence, and then it's gone, and he's like, oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and, um, a look takes over Cole's face for a moment, uh, out of his control, that first looks perplexed and then annoyed. <laughs> Most interactions with Tim have been with that look. Uh, now listen here. Hatherin! Uh, I would like to cast Cause Fear at the Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Every so, time I'm like, we're gonna port to somebody else, it gets too good. It's okay, I'm patient. We're getting there. We're getting there. I will not let this go on too long without the full party being so present. I'm trying to get back see This was meant to just be a minor thing, but y'all have a mind of your own, so... Big. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, frightened can repeat the saving throw. Or become frightened of you until the spell ends. <laughs> Don't touch my children! <laughs> Your children are here. Good. They want to see one additional creature. Oh, well, at, uh, at third level, I can. Uh, for, for each level, I can uh, um, target an additional creature. Excellent. So, However, only Tiff is in the room right now. And, well, the unconscious body of Derek Darkstrider. Make him fear. Well, <laughs> would we say that Halperin is within 30 feet of me? Oh, he got booted out of the room. Out of the room? I mean, he's, like, out of the... You guys are in a little, like, one-room hut in a, in a tree. Like, a couple, right. like a couple very mm -hmm. tiny rooms. Like, he, he probably fell to the ground. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Yeet! Far to the ground. Yeet! He landed on a nice bale of hay, right? Like, is that is the that tree? <laughs> Alright, I'll, I'll tone it down to, like... He was shielded. Like, it's fine. I will tone it down to, um... To one. Oh, God, I surprised that. Ooh, I'll, I'll spend it with my packed slot. Thanks. <laughs> it's okay. It saves a spell slot. So, um, make a wisdom saving throw of 13 <laughs> or higher. That wouldn't be too bad, but it is Tiff. <laughs> <laughs> His rolls always tend to, like, make sense with Tiff. Oh, like, All of us great. are just like, oh, oh Tiff. I get, I get plus zero on wisdom saving throws. So. Classic Tiff. That's a nine. Nope, that's a failure. Yeah, failed. And this voice has layers to it. Like, it sounds like multiple voices at the same time. Oh, no. So you are frightened. Absolutely. I, I don't know if he would drop his axe, but he would definitely, like, back into whatever physical wall was He's there. Be too rough <laughs> He's like, oh, no! I should have just gone to the bar! 
Should have had a drink. <laughs> Maybe I did. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, Tiff is actually panicking now. Oh. It's not. It's not Tiff at all. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Help, Red! How far up is this tree? <laughs> I mean, it's it's not like a crazy tall like the, tree. The house, like about how far up is it? I mean, there's a rope ladder. Okay, I would like to climb up the rope ladder. And... Yeah, so I'd say edgy. it's a good, like, I don't know, 20 so feet up. It's gonna be so edgy, but if you want darkness, I will give you darkness, and I would like to cast darkness in the room, and even dark vision cannot see through it, in a 15-foot sphere. Now I'm blind and scared. <laughs> <laughs> and the room goes dark. And on that note, we are going to go over to Kitten. <laughs> who has been waiting very patiently for everyone. So this is now where you switch the music to something very light and... No, um, Kitten, Kitten, were you drinking at the bar or just there for the camaraderie? Um, what I remember is that I was just kind of there playing with my bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say at some point your bears got very, very sleepy. Sleepy bears. Excuse me. The elders left. They do that. They get sleepy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'll say that Flint is kind of lightly pawing at you, can barely keep his eyes open. Yes. (laughs) Indeed, he is ready to go to bed. Okay, okay. But he's doing the, like... Mom, pick me up. I don't want to walk anymore. (laughs) I think we discussed that they had like 30 pounds or something. We did indeed discuss they were about 30 pounds. I think so. (laughs) I mean, do you think Ken and Tiff do like weight bed? Like they spot each other and work it out? Probably. Well, I'll scoop (laughs) as much as I can scoop up a 50 pound bear. Toss him over my shoulder. Is anybody still in the bar? Um, Sarah Grace is like passing out at the bar after having too much to drink. And Ren is kind of just doting on her a little bit. Uh, In fact, there's a couple patrons who are getting a little annoyed because their drinks have not been served. But. Uh, (laughs) Well, Kit would just kind of slip out unnoticed. She wouldn't say goodbye or anything. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, you go to take the bears to bed and turn in for the night, and when you do, when you open your eyes, let me see here, I apologize, I would like you to make a perception check. Um, can you roll a d6 for me as well? Yes. I swear to God, I thought that's a one. A one? Okay. Well, you see one thing, but it is very, very high. So, um, when you open your eyes, you look around and you are not in your room. Uh, in fact, you are carving something. Can I tell what it is? Um, you see earth 
it's dirt, it's soil. You see a couple different sigils being carved into the dirt. And you notice the symbol of Umbra. Do I feel any certain sort of way when I see that? How you would normally feel. But as you look down at your hands, you realize that they are not paws. What? Do they look like human hands? They do look like human hands. Is there any sort of, like, sign, like, if I look at them, like, any rings or markings or anything that would indicate who it is? As it, you see the hand moving, uh, it flicks up at one point, and you see the black circle that is the sign of the members of the Cult of Umbra, but to your knowledge, <clears throat> all of them were defeated except for one, who mysteriously vanished during your fight with Gula. <laughs> Do I have, like, I have control over myself in this vision, though? Make a I strength just... check. <clears throat> Your hands seem to be doing their own thing. Um, and you slowly get up and start walking, and as you're walking, um, you hear the crashing of ocean waves. And as you approach ever closer to the riverbank, ah, music deciding to cut out on me at the last <laughs> As you approach ever closer to the riverbank, Your eyes look down into the water, and you do see the reflection of Adern, whose face you know. And you feel this intensity when you see that face. It is deeper than hatred. It, you don't quite know how to describe this feeling, but at the same time you feel tethered to this person. Do they feel like my feelings, or...? Do I feel detached from them like it's whoever I'm watching? Make a charisma saving throw. It's only five. You suddenly are filled with a white hot rage that is not your own, and as your eyes see into the water and see Adern's face, he snarls and he smashes his hand against the water and scatters the illusion, and you wake up. Are my bears next to me? Am I back in the room that I... Yes. You are in your room. You are with your bears. They appear to be safe. For all that you know, it was a dream. But yet you cannot shake the feeling that what you saw was real. Is it still nighttime? It is unusually dark. And we're all staying in, like, our own separate spaces, right? They are nearby one another. Um, I think she would kind of 
You guys all kind of like all the little huts, like the one-room huts, are very, very close to each other. They pay, practically make up like one big building, but okay. like they're your own space, if that makes sense. Okay. I think she would like peek out the door and see if she could notice any movement or anybody. <laughs> it is dark. <laughs> nope. All you see is pitch black darkness. Which is unusual, because you have dark vision, I believe. Oh, yes. This is advanced darkness! <laughs> so obviously I would be alarmed at the fact that I couldn't see. I would know that it was magical darkness. Can I- You can make an arcana check. Okay. You're a fighter, I don't know if you would 100% know it's magical darkness. If you've experienced I it just before. figured if I know that I can normally see in darkness. True, that this is some illusion of some sort, yeah. yes. Thirteen Yeah, that's enough. That is enough to know that someone is tampering. You don't you cannot tell what time it truly is and you cannot see anything. You can feel the fur of your bears. Uh, Lana actually nuzzles in a little bit closer to you, and a big <sighs> Do I have any idea, like, does the darkness just seem to envelop everything, or does it seem like there's a point at which it's originating? How does, how does magical darkness work, Nick? How does your magical darkness work? Let me read it. Okay, uh, the darkness spreads around corners, a creature with dark vision can't see through this darkness, and non-magical light uh, can't illuminate it. Is it? It's a 15-foot sphere. Okay. So it says it does uh, spread from a point you choose, so I imagine like it's a more... I don't know if you can like I was differentiate a concept, more concentrated spot of darkness mm -hmm. as opposed to like as you go away from it, it kind of thins out. Yeah, if you look out in the distance, it seems to fade a little bit. Like you can kind of start to see the twinkling of lights that are in the treetop village, like the string, the fairy lights that are kind of around some of the trees. Um, but they seem faint and dim. I feel like she would go check on her companions because something seems mm -hmm. off and she would rouse the bears or actually she'd probably tell them to stay put I don't think they're asleep want. yeah so she'll leave the bears sleeping in bed but go to the nearest hut and see if there's anyone from her party there Which direction are you going in? Towards the darkness or away from it? Towards it. Towards the darkness. Okay. Um, what is going on in, in the darkness room, guys? And there, Grace, you were awake at this point in your room with the card and with Lupa, who is whining about something. Lupa, is everything okay? I'm gonna, like... And she's, like... She's doing kind of like the pointer thing. Yeah. That I'm peek out of my room and see what's happening. Yeah, like her ears are very um, narrowed down, but her tail and her body is all pointed towards the door. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna 
I'm gonna like peek out and see what's going on. See anything, see if I can see anything. It is pitch black. Lupa starts kind of slinking along. Yeah. She doesn't want you to go alone, but also she is. Yeah, she doesn't go. She's got the the wolf poof yeah. on the back Maybe. of her shoulder blades that shows that they are um, very focused on something. And I'm gonna. Um, can I tell like where the darkness be originating from, or like do I know which direction to head? Make a perception check. Okay. Uh, it will be harder for you, I will say, because you do not have dark vision, correct? Do. Whereas have. Kitten is like, this is normal darkness. I do not this have is dark advanced vision. darkness. So I will ask you to make a perception check with disadvantage because, unfortunately, you cannot see. Okay. Um, okay. Perception. What is that? Perception. Well, I got that one, so that's good. You, you are kind of stumbling out of your hut, and you can't see. You can't see a thing. Um, but as you almost trip, you end up tripping over Lupa who kind of takes you on her back and starts to make her way through the darkness. Okay. I'm gonna get my dagger out while she's like... Excellent. So while Kitten and Theragrace are approaching this scenario, I would like to establish that at this point, Tretha's vision took place in her own room and she had a vision of her parents who are very much still alive and due to the forest being safe and her fulfilling her oath she felt that she had to capitalize on this opportunity and feels compelled to go after her parents when she goes to search for her friends to tell them goodbye she cannot find them and so she does leave behind a note and hopes to stay in touch and will be around if you need her um, also, Derek Darkstrider has been unconscious this entire time. Um, he does not dream. His body breathes, but he does not wake. Without the spirit of bitch in him, he is no longer whole. Uh, so that gets us all up to speed. Everybody has had kind of their vision. And on that note, I'm going to stop messing around with this music that has played the what? entire time. Uh, which was by Arcane Anthems. So thank you, Arcane Anthems, for that theme. It is called Derelict Gods, and you can see them on their Patreon. Uh, but their music is free, which is pretty cool. Uh, in the meantime, yes, Kitten and Theragrace, you know the area. Although it is dark, I will say that it serves to reason and is very quick for you to find the source of this darkness. And you hear voices the closer you get very loud boisterous and the last the last thing that we had heard in game was halcron saying you want darkness i will give you darkness and everything went dark and so now everyone is in the same general vicinity um uh there is an unease in this darkness i will put it out there also i didn't know you had darkness that's cool yeah it's broken um <laughs> Interesting. 
Ah, that makes sense. Um, so, <laughs> also a recap that may have gotten lost in the cutting of the recording earlier. Fair Grace also leveled up. Um, Kitten, you're going to level up as well. And Halcarin, you do not get to level up because you were already a level ahead of everybody. However, you are now going to have your beacon spell that we talked about. So. Okay. So I was going to do something else, but instead, I want to Darth Vader this shit. Oh, God. And yeah. I want to start walking into the darkness, and I want to activate the beacon around me. You think darkness is your <laughs> <laughs> And I want to get as close I was born in it. Say, I don't care what's Molded going on. Molded by it. <laughs> um, I'm assuming Tiff is just in the corner pissing himself. Yes. Um, <laughs> I did not so see the light until I was a man, and by then it was blinding. <laughs> but um, I want to get up and in Cholda's face and say, Cholda, I know you are in there. There is no Cholda. Nobody is home. Cold. I want to intensify the brightness. Oh my god. Cholda! Didn't you hear? I am nobody. Nobody's home. Oof. You um, bring them back. They are gone. Am I in the room yet? You have no power here. Oh. Uh, you do hear that, yes, Thera Grace. Okay. Thera Grace is tired of not being able to see, first of all. So she is going to use... Um, he did cast a beacon of light. Oh, okay, so I can see a little bit. And there's a snarl on Cholda's face that is very unbecoming of them. Question mark? (laughs) And they seem to be flinching away from the light. in the corner just like paler than he already is. <laughs> I don't know if I had other music queued up for this, so I'm sorry. My other music is for other events that may or may not happen tonight depending how late this goes, so... Fairgrace is gonna dismount Lupa. Okay. And approach Cholda. Okay. Like, and she's gonna, like, put her dagger away and, like, hands up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not gonna hurt you. Cholda? What's going on? It's me. It's Snow Grace. Little, little one, be careful! He's... Leave, little one. No, no. Your presence is not required here. Take the light with you and leave us in peace. Something's overtaken them. Let me help you. I do not need help. Mother is here. Have they they said that it's Umbra? No, they have not. So she asked who was Mother. When you asked who you were speaking to, they said, You don't know who I am? And that was all you heard. That was the last of that conversation. So this is the first we've heard of Mother, too. Whoever mm-hmm. this is... Cholda has never referred to their parentage, if I am correct. No. Nope. They claim to be Cole. Now, whoever that is. Kitten is outside the door, by the way, like, trying to hide in the shadows and figure out what's happening from the outside before, like... Make a stealth check. Maybe. 
Twenty-five. Ooh. Yeah, you're a black cat, and there's shadows. You're yeah. good. <laughs> nobody is aware that you were there because nobody's passive perception is higher than a twenty-five. So. <laughs> I want to try to cast dispel magic on Jola. Okay. Because because I wouldn't know what's going on. Correct. So. That's maybe fine. he's cursed or something. Maybe. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I don't... Okay, I cast it. Does anything happen? <laughs> um, there is a... Like, weird noise when mm-hmm. you try to cast it, and yeah. um, your, your your spell has been countered. But do I, do I notice that she did that? Did the... Uh, Tried to de Make a perception check. Oof. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. That's, um. It's a seven. You feel nothing. Just the embrace of mother. Mm-hmm. Just creepy as fuck. Leave and take the light with you. The work must be finished. What work? The work of mother. I'm still not very clear who mother is. Is she here? It doesn't matter. You should not be here. You shouldn't be here. I was asked to be here. Go away. Bring us back, Cholda. You brought me here, Halcorin. Do you have a last name? I don't. Okay. Because I never really knew one growing up. I never knew my last name. So. Halcorin of the Veil. The Veil. The Veil. What are you talking about? Between the inky blackness dust of stars lies the infinite, the barrier, the mesh, the weave, the veil, between all things, things that are but aren't, things in layers but not so, things that can be touched but only the special key. Enough, you're trying to get inside my head. Leave now. I did no such thing. I'm not trying to get in your head. I am very comfortable where I am. Mother is home now. I will Mother re- shall stay. I'm gonna reach out and try to take Cholda's hand. I feel like that's harder. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Cholda? Can I take the halfling's uh, arm and twist it? Oh, shit. Oh, that's no. you. Oh no. I would oh no. like. Oh, oh no, no, no. Sorry. Oh, and when gonna... they do this, Thergrace, Grace, you yes. feel a burning on their palm. Oh no. <laughs> Tiff's really protective of their Grace. You're pissing your pants. Shut up. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Let me go. Then leave, and I will let you go. I'm not leaving you. Then you will burn with me. And you will Can watch. I, I want to stab him with 
with my dagger. Oh, fuck. I, I would also like to hear the raised hands, and then depending, we'll roll initiative. Not as in, like, a combat sense, but in yeah. whose thing goes yeah. first. Because what I was going to do is, as soon as I saw them grab mm-hmm. her hand, her mm-hmm. arm, I wanted to see if I could, like, channel one of my radiant bolts with kind of, like, as a dagger almost and put it up to their neck. Oh, no, Tiff was just going to pull a chuck right like, in their face. Chuck one of his hand axes. <laughs> We're dangerous. I will say that all of these actions happen simultaneously, but again, as you go to strike, and all of your blades clatter to the floor. I wasn't. <laughs> if you're trying to make a blade, it dispels. Okay. That's fair. Uh, Cole, I like their fire. Spare them not. Big. Oh no! Please spare them, mother. What will you give me? It would be so easy. Everything. Everything. And as this is happening, the conversation between Cole and the entity, the head just keeps going back and forth. Like Smeagol. Yes. Or Jeff Lynn. What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, twisted. Willem Dafoe. Everything. Everything. But spare them, mother. Take the pain away. Very well. Uh, did you ever let go of Fair Grace's arm? I guess I would let go now if okay. mother lets me. Therese is going to run over to, like, help her in the butt. Not hide, but, like... I'm absolutely (laughs) protecting, like... (laughs) Stay back. Double up. I would like to think Tip maybe swallowed some of his fear because his little friend was in danger. Um, No, but he's still, like... Yeah, I mean... If you want, you can try... Uh, you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. What's that? Oh, for fear? For fear, yeah. It's a, You have to make another wisdom saving throw. God, that's going to blow. Because wisdom is plus zero. That's a 16. I will say that that willpower has helped you out a little bit, Tiff. Okay, cool. So, not shaking as badly, but still a little... You know. you're, you're scared to death, but sometimes bravery isn't about not being scared. About doing what you gotta do because instead. you <laughs> were scared. Monologue. Maybe. <laughs> well, I feel like it's kind of your ballpark right now. We're trying to figure out what's going on with because mother let us live. Kitten's just waiting to see you. Right. <laughs> if you swear loyalty to me. 
You will not be able to walk away again, Cole. I understand. Then I forgive you. You may go play with your friends. And you feel much lighter. Holy shit! You still do not feel like bubbly, wonderful Cholda. But you do not feel Mother's grip as tightly. Though, you look down at your hand, and you see a black spot. Oh! in a lot of stuff. Yeah, okay. There was like, a black like spot. Actual, like, but I established that the members of the Cult of Umbra have yes. a black spot on no, their No, I hand. know. But yeah, it just reminded me of that. Maybe a little bit, but it wasn't my intention. Yeah, no, I got you. It's yeah, just literally back. supposed to oh, be we, in the we void. we all do that. We're all like, hey, this is just like that thing. And we're like, yeah. It's, it's literally just supposed to be the void. Like, right. Gotcha. Uh, I went, I went like, my weediness came out. I'm like, oh, Naruto, like the curse mark. Oh my god. Got it. Anywho, Anywho. Ooh, thunder. Oh, yeah, yeah lightning's been flashing for a while. Yeah, I just got a notification. Anyways, sick. Okay, can we tell? That yeah, I was gonna say, is there any physical like? Um, it's quiet. It's dark. Some of that pressure that you weren't necessarily aware filled the room until it was gone has been relieved. So, like, there is less tension, I will say. Hold up. I'm alright. What in the hell? What in the hell just happened? Upon hearing Cholda's voice, I think the kitten would kind of slink in. Okay. Like, you're a cat, like, yep, danger's gone. Sup, dudes? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Don't worry, I had your six. Um, it's... When you're done vacuuming. It's... It's a lot to explain. We need to have it explained. I will be brief for now. Maybe. I would like to dispel the beacon of hope and the darkness. Okay. I will be brief... For I am exhausted. What it comes down to is I had to make a deal in order to save Dark Strider. Is he alive? He is, in a sense. What do you mean, in a sense? What was in him, what moved him, is gone. He's not dead, but he is not whole. Ooh, that head a little close to home. What was a husk? He's a husk. You can you can hear that in your head, probably. He is a husk. So then, what was the point of saving him in the first place? I was asked to. Do we, do we all know that? How 
Halcarin screamed at Cholda in front of everyone. Cholda did not want to do this, and Halcarin said, if you can do something, you need to do it, and called Cholda a coward. And made Cholda do this. Where is he? Where is Dark Strider? He's in the bed behind me. Kids like, you, yeah, him. yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, go over. His chest moves, he breathes, but it is shallow. What has animated him in the past? What has made him whole now animates me in a new purpose that I have yet to understand. Mother has come home and I have gone home in a sense. Who is she? The black goddess whose name is forbidden. The dread grave mother. Lady Umbra. Your mother is Umbra. She was mother to us all when we were in the order. You were one of them in the past life, now retaken. And how do we fix this? You cannot. You heard her yourself. I have come home, and I will not be able to leave again. Okay, what is her cult doing? I do not know. I've been away from home for so long. I do not know what my brothers or sisters have done in my absence. Perhaps she can... Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. Perhaps she can help it, enlighten us. No, 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 let's not. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, uh, let's let her <clears throat> not be here for a couple minutes, if you don't mind. Damn, Tiff, a drink's sounding pretty good right now. <laughs> Um, if I had known, I'm so sorry. Why did you tell me? I tried to. (laughs) I'm gonna have guilt the rest of this goddamn series. (laughs) Until I die, or I die. (laughs) I mean, you you Um, essentially turned Dark Strider into like. Yeah. And ruined Cholda. <laughs> you broke the bubbly rainbow child. Yeah. Excuse me while I go jump. Um. Oh, fuck. I, I just want to say, um, I'm, I'm sorry for throwing my axe at you. I was, I was worried because you were gonna hurt her, and uh, uh God, well. I didn't. I, I missed. I missed on purpose because uh, I don't miss. But Tiffany, it doesn't matter now. We all ought to get some rest. Fortune is on the horizon, and fortune favors the brave and the awake and the alert. Speaking of awake and alert, what are we gonna do with Dark Strider? 
That is up to mother to decide. Perhaps we can leave him here with Ren and his brother. Maybe they can look over to him uh, over him until we figure out what to do. We can't carry him around. <laughs> I'm a delivery boy. <laughs> <laughs> How can his body sustain like that, though? Through the grace of Mother. I know of no other way to answer it. What a terrible existence. Some might call it a blessing. Others would call it a curse. I call it messed up. <laughs> Whatever we call it, it does not matter to us anymore. It is all part of the plan. The great plan. The ineffable plan. No. No. We are the masters of our fate, right? That's what all this bullshit is about, isn't it? No. No, this mother is not going to control me. Okay? She does not control you. You have your destiny to be determined. Do you not also receive guidance from your fortuna? Shots fired. No. Nope. And this is interesting because Thergrace is a devout worshipper of the Six. Mm-hmm. But Fortuna is rather fond of her. Shoulder, I'm not going to let her control you. I am not you. Shulda anymore. Yes, you are! No. I've retaken my vows. I am cold from here on forward. I'm not calling you that. Then call me what you wish. But Childa is dead to us. We're gonna get them back. I'm gonna get them back. You're guilty. You will try. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Do as you wish. But for the time being, Cole shall stay. Please don't. Please don't. I'm begging you. We already have Tony the Hawk. Well, he went from being like Jelly Belly, like the jelly beans, and now he's just licorice. You can just call him licorice. No, he'll still be Jelly Belly. Or he, I don't know, like, he might just call him Cole. Anyway, you Sorry. guys were discussing maybe leaving Darkstrider with Ren and Daniel? Yes. I brought that up, yes. Nobody has said anything in response to that. Let me go talk to Ren. I need some air anyway. Uh, She's gonna leave. She is pissed. Ren, is Ren at the bar? Ren is indeed at the bar. I, I'm also gonna go talk. I, I need a. I need a drink. Not a. <clears throat> it's it's you know it's still bar hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Cold. But that's who you are now. It is. Is what she said about the veil true? Or was that just a ploy? Mother, where rarely ever lies. She has no need. Then we have to find him. 
in. Yeah. Yeah. Very Not well. So, uh, thank the gods for this rainstorm. How, like, ambiance, yeah. like... I know, the ambiance is... Ugh, yeah. beautiful. You probably can't hear it on the microphone, but it is lovely. The occasional soft <laughs> roll of thunder. We're just in the beginning. Well, like, and we... Yeah. And, like, and we had this huge, like, intense build-up, and then just the release followed by rain. And I'll, I'll say, yeah, it's even in-game. It is probably happening in-game. It is probably raining. It, it sounds... <laughs> oh, it Our is. Can. Um. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I have stupid questions. Um. I will say that it is definitely raining because in the lore of the gods of Omnia, the sky cries, and the sky is where Iotheres was once said to reside, and that is Umbra's sister. Who Umbra despises. Ooh, would I like know that bit of lore? Oh, uh, absolutely. You're religious, yes. Okay. I'm not even gonna have you roll for it. Upon you are aware. That, raining outside, I'm really gonna feel like I fucked up. Because you did. Oh, I absolutely yeah. did. You totally did. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> Tiff and Grace are going to the bar. Is anyone else accompanying them? Nope, I'm gonna go to my room and meditate probably. Okay. See if I can make some kind of connection. You're welcome to do that. <laughs> On the way there, like I feel like T TF, 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 uh, like I don't know, like he's, I don't know. I think he feels a little guilty about freezing up like that. Sometimes, uh, 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 little one, I, I'm sorry that. Uh, this doesn't usually happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... I don't know where that came from. I, uh... I, I'm sorry about what happened. I, you should not have... Sorry, it's just been a while. It's fine, No, it's not. I, I, I'm supposed to be the toughest and the bravest, and I... I, I, I fold it. It's okay, I can handle myself. Yeah, I guess so. But I... And as you're there with Grace real quick, because she is lucky and she's got that card in her pocket. When you say you folded, mm -hmm. I'm going to say in your head, you hear an odd tune that sounds a lot like you got to know when to hold them <laughs> and know when to fold them. <laughs> and you've never heard this sound before in your life. <laughs> So yeah, just a bit. He's just like he feels bad. So, but you got this, this, this. Look, on the tip of your tongue, you got this catchy little song in your head. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, um, <clears throat> I owe you a drink, and I'm gonna have two myself. I'll take you up on that. All right, let's, let's go. Find your uh, <clears throat> man's. If that's how you say it. No. And as you approach the underground bar, you see Daniel there, who is known for giving Tiff a lot of trouble. But I will say that as you approach, Daniel can tell that you both look very shaken. And since you're in the company of Gracie here, 
My good graces. He's not even gonna. He's not even gonna say anything. He's gonna have a very serious look on his face and just kind of step out of the way so you can go into the bar. Is there like, heard something going down? The underground is a little bit away from the hut. I got you. Um, But this storm sure did come out of nowhere. Oops. Did I do that? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so we make our way into the bar. He'll let you through with no hassle this time. He can tell that something's going on, so. Yeah, real. real And there at the bar, with his nasty towel in hand, rubbing (laughs) away at the counter, you see a very familiar half-orc barkeep with his long black hair (laughs) in a half-up man bun. Yeah. Woo! (laughs) Sorry. I'm, I'm a simp for him. His sleeves rolled up. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Bulging forearms. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, huge <laughs> of lad. Oh, yeah. Is he that hot? Just, that just made me think of the fucking labyrinth meme from. <laughs> uh, he's a bulge. he's a typical half orc chilling at a bar. He's hot. <laughs> oh no, he's hot. <laughs> But yeah, and he looks up as he hears the door. Gracie. Hey. He immediately puts the rag down, uh, takes one look at Tiff, and on his way, he starts making a beeline towards you, but he's grabbing bottles of things, pouring stuff into cups on his way. The bar is very second nature to him, so he is able to multitask. I imagine he's got, like, just straight on eye contact with you as he's, like... Yep, that is 100% what is happening. He only has eyes for Gracie, but he is whipping up a very, very strong alcoholic beverage that he's gonna hand to Tiff without even looking at him. And Gracie is gonna take that out of Tiff's hands real quick and just take a swig. Gracie, don't you want a water? No. I need something stronger. Stronger than me. I, I, I thought you went to bed. I, I did. But, um, I had this weird dream, and then I woke up, and everything was just dark, and I... Something's wrong with Jolda. Gracie, are you okay? No! Dark Strider is... He's like, he's dead. Mostly dead? What? He's been mostly dead all day. (laughs) What are you talking about? Uh, well, he, um... Cholda's been possessed, I think. Yeah, sorry. Everybody out. He's not referring to you guys. If Tiff, if you go to leave, he's gonna just, like, (laughs) stop you right there. I feel like Tiff is very non-confrontational right now. He's just, okay. Fair. Alright. He just, like, pats you, like, not you. And the other patrons of the bar... He just sitting down with his The other patrons of the bar quickly down their drinks, and they know not to fuck around with Ren, and they quietly leave. A couple of them grumble on the way out. It's not closing time yet. 3 a.m. Right. <laughs> but it's Ren's bar. Ren. Right. 
so he ushers all the other patrons out, and he pulls up a stool and sits down and gives you his full undivided attention. <coughs> I'm not quite sure where to begin. Well, uh, Fancy Pants yelled at Jelly Belly. Jelly Belly asked for us to bring Spooky, and then Jelly Belly became Spooky, too. (laughs) And then then Jelly Belly wasn't Jelly Belly. Mm Mm-hmm. And and he he scared me, man. And he, he beat up Fancy Pants. Can you translate, please? <laughs> um, In common? <laughs> just blubbering. Halcrin, Yoda told us to... Doc Strider. And, um... I, he did and didn't. Um... And... Cholta became something else. Called him, called themselves Cole. I, I don't know. We kept referring to this mother thing, and then they were fine. Well, not fine. No. I mean, there's nothing fine. You don't look fine. He, <laughs> I mean, you look fine. <laughs> but damn, that was smooth as fuck. But but you don't when they look fine. my arm, it like burned. I don't know. It hurt. I'm just gonna like take your hands Aww. and just like. Aww. <laughs> Red's about to go beat on. <laughs> you I just, just I just I don't know. I, I'm scared. And Halcarin suggested that. Excuse you. Halcorin suggested that we leave Doc Strider with you and Daniel while we go figure out how to cure Cholda. No. No? After what you just told me, no. What do you mean, no? He can't stay with you. He can't stay with me because I'm going with you. Oh! <laughs> oh. I, could, I could never ask you to leave. Why would I stay? Oh, God. I'm such a simp. I can't with myself. I know that I want to support you on your adventures, and I know that I got the bird so that we could talk, but I can't just sit by here knowing that you're out there and not knowing when you'll be home. Home isn't a place, it's a person. And I don't need the bar. Daniel can have the bar. Does he even want the bar? Oh, please. As soon as Fane wins back, he'll never want to leave. (laughs) Okay, then, um... Damn right I'm coming with you. No offense, but, uh... I may not be strong as your friend here, or... shiny like 
your other one, or uh, have uh, nine lives, but uh, somebody's got to pour you a drink when you come home. I want some, like, profound tip, like, strength is more than just your muscles. Oh, damn. Profound from Tiffany. He might be a little... You are inebriated. (laughs) (laughs) Strength is not just in muscles. You will not be stronger than me in that regard. But. He raises an eyebrow, crosses his arms. It takes a strong. Excuse me. A strong heart. And you also make a strong drink. And uh, that's got to count for something. I won't stop you from going on your adventures, Gracie. I know how much it means to you. I know. And I won't stop you from coming with me. We're in this together. She's gonna lay it out for a smoke Uh, he'll kinda like blush a little bit because <laughs> Tiff is right there. <laughs> Tiff, I bet you. <laughs> but. Oh. But obviously he gonna smooch Gracie. Yeah. It gonna happen. Yeah. And then he'll give her a little forehead smooch. Oh yeah. Forehead smooch. Mm-hmm. That's good. I think that I am plenty calm enough now. I I'm gonna go to bed. Good idea. I suggest you all get some rest. I will be breaking the news to Daniel here shortly, and um, we'll figure out what the next move is, but y'all know you're not going to be allowed to leave without a goodbye party. You know, we've had issues in the past, my friend, but I love you, and... uh... I tolerate you. That kid, Gracie likes you, you're right in my book. <laughs> Alright, for real. Just maybe don't do all that. Do, do what? Do what? <laughs> oh, his little... I'm t- like, I don't know how strong this drink was made, but it has been a uh, It has several different alcohols in it. Sweet! Oh, yeah. so it's a long island I see. Yes. <laughs> you're telling me this all alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note... You two get some sleep. I'm gonna say that it's called an Oceanum rum, actually. That sounds Ooh. dope, and I wanna make one. Stat. You gotta come up with the recipe now. I was gonna say, we need to have, like, We gotta come a... up with a recipe for, uh, shimmering scale wine, too. Cause Oceanum is, like, the water realm that is the highway between all the different realms, and so it's, like, mixing all the alcohol yeah, of the different regions together, so... so. Is there gonna be, like, is there gonna be, like, a mix, like, a mixed drink book now? Um, God, I hope so. Wondrous drinks. Wondrous drinks. Wheat. Yes. Wondrous of drinks. Yes. That, that is the, I mean, I didn't pull enough cards to really describe the, the tarot deck that Fortuna uh, gave an appearance to, but obviously we had, we had an out game talk about me putting together like a tarot, a Wondrous Realms tarot deck, and that's the, that's the deck she was using, so like, you would see images from worlds that are not your own. Oh, so the ship was like... It was Shout the Ship, yes. Oh, it was Shout the Ship specifically? Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, anyways, tips. What is this, a crossover episode? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I mean, is it really a crossover episode if she was originally from this The realm? answer may surprise you. Was she originally from this realm? I don't think I ever said that. <laughs> the world may never know. Uh, who? Fortuna. She refers to herself as an interdimensional being, oh, though yeah. some may call her a god. On that note, Tiff's gonna dip on it. Um, Tiff's gonna dip out, but Ren can see that Gracie is still upset, and he is just gonna give her a big ol' hug. Aww. He's gonna say, I'm not gonna let anything happen to you. I'm not gonna let anything happen to you. I hope not. <laughs> this is really bad foreshadowing. 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 Where do you think you're going to go next? Or, I guess, we're going to go next. I don't know. Um, wherever we need to go, I suppose. We'll regroup with everyone in the morning. It's, um, it's a good bet. <laughs> <laughs> nah, then nah, it's... The mood is not there, my dude. Yeah. It's a snuggle night for it's sure. A, it's a, it's a you haven't heard of fear sex. <laughs> what is wrong with you? We were having a moment. This we were having a romantic moment. Wholesome. Would it really be a wondrous realms episode if I wasn't ruining the moment? Fair point. Oh, you should be. Oh, she's glaring at me. If I go missing, just know. What is wrong with you, Carl? I am, like, low-key sad all of the trauma took so long because I did have this goodbye party planned out. I don't know how late you guys want to play or fast-forward at all. Yeah, but, I'm okay to go a little bit. Um, we're stuck in the middle of a storm right now. Yeah, yeah. Sam just starts being said not to leave until it passes away. Yeah, it's like, okay. it's solid. It's Josh okay, are you guys... Minute, oh my so. gosh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know there was going to be this bad a storm. Is it's everyone okay? okay? No, yeah. we're good. We Gucci. Okay. Okay, so, so do you want to, do, do y'all want to still play then? Yeah, yeah. 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 please. Okay. Or if, if you don't have stuff. Yeah, let's go. No, I have, I have plenty. We okay. did not get to any of the stuff I had planned. Okay. Um, we, well we created our own fates. Uh, that yeah. tends to happen, but I wouldn't have any other way. So, and it just yeah, means that the stuff that, that I planned is good for later. Was planned. <laughs> Plus, I like it because then I don't feel like I railroad you guys into stuff, so. Yeah. And I live for the moments where y'all authentically roleplay. Well, okay, I'm gonna guess that everyone's gonna go to bed, and I don't know how long we've been playing at this moment, but I feel like this would be a good, like, cutting off point um, to move on to episode two. Yeah. Like, it's they're both gonna be uploaded at the same time. It's a little complex. I'm trying to cut our sessions. We're playing all of this together at once. But I'm trying to cut our sessions into more bite-sized pieces for our listeners, so that way you have good stopping points and don't have to listen to us for four plus hours, right. like I have been told in one that sitting. Be easier to listen yeah, to and I'm not gonna make you wait for the next half of the session. I'll upload them both at once, and you can binge listen at your discretion. But um, that is the plan. So this will effectively, as everyone uneasily kind of goes to bed to recover from the night over. I forget. Do I sleep? I'm a half off, so I have to The real question is, can I have a long rest, please? 
Um, yes, I will say everyone can have a long rest. Oh, I was so worried during that entire Chola shit, because I have five health. <laughs> I did not intend for you to fight them. Oh, I know! <laughs> when Tip's involved, there's a... Are the cats okay? I'm gonna pause. Oh, this will be fine. Pause. Welcome to... Oh. <laughs> Just torrential downpour there. Uh, welcome to part two of the first session back in the Realms of Omnia. It's- episode 13. That's a good number to start a new season. Yeah, so it's, I mean, this is a soft reboot, so uh, don't feel pressured to go listen back to previous episodes, but you can if you'd like to know some more backstory and, like, how our characters kind of operate. Uh, We'd appreciate it, but I am trying to be a bit more professional going forward, um, and this is a good jumping on point. So if you're here, either listening from a few minutes ago, where we just stopped playing, or you have taken a break and come back, welcome back. Uh, again, I am Sierra, your Dungeon Master, here with Maddie, Nick, Greg, Regan, and Tyler, as well as, uh, Vincent and Monet, the cats. So, we had a very, very serious, intense, and trauma-heavy, uh, session one back, and I had some lighthearted stuff planned to kind of lighten that, and we did not get to it yet, so we're gonna, uh, have a long rest. What, what's it at? Is it prologue? Epilogue. Yeah. Epilogue. I was like, prologue's before. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to have our long rest and uh, take two and try to feel a little bit better today, maybe. But who knows with this unlikely cast of characters. So you guys all get the benefits of a long rest. Okay. I feel like our Woo. group is just the definition of we didn't start the fire. No, that's no, Esther. Oh, I just meant like our... D&D group in general. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, not this campaign, but... Now, a parody needs to be made. Um, but that is for... You and I can collab. We can absolutely collab, but that is for another time. So everyone gets the benefits of a long rest, and we're sitting here talking about, oh, we want to keep playing, but let us continue to play. So, what do you all do? Well... What would you like to do? You had a very eventful day. Well, I'd like to point out that kitten lagged behind yes. in the room because it was raining, so she would have Aww. waited until the rain went away, um, even at the inconvenience of being in the same room with uh, Dark Strider's <laughs> unconscious body. Uh, also, I, I do not believe that Cole left. No. Nope. <laughs> so I'm just chilling, I'm super awkward, <laughs> waiting for my opportunity to run. Um, the rain has hey, not stopped. You an awkward conversation the entire time, and you you're like, like Kitten, the rain has not stopped. Um, it is going to rain for a while, it would seem. Is Cole just standing there, like... I think I have finally gone... You know what? For the hell of it, I'm going to say I'm in a meditative trance, and it just happens to be just staring at the other side of the room. <laughs> That's worse! So she's just sitting there, like, uh, like rubbing her arms and stuff, like, super uncomfortable, like, oh, God, do I want to go out in the rain, or do I want to stay here? And I think she'd probably eventually be like, the bears are probably scared. What if they wake up to the thunder? It feels hot. It's like yeah. that whole, like, is it too early to leave a party? <laughs> it's never too early to leave a party. So yeah, she would have eventually just been like, braved the weather. Yes. Uh, Cole, do you say anything, or are you just in your trance? No, I am in my trance. Okay, you uh, leave unscathed, kitten. Good. 
Uh, Cole also uh, typically uses male pronouns, I believe. So okay. he is a he and a him. Now I tried so hard. I know <laughs> the day mindset, and now I gotta go back. Hey, gender is fluid, my guy. That's true. They it's still work. Still use they, yeah. 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 It's a win-win. I see this as an absolute win. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. So. Cole, like C O L E or C O L T? C O L E. Or is it K O L E? No, no, it's C O L E. Thank you. I just want to make sure I got it right. Mm-hmm. So, oh. Kitten braves the weather and returns to her cubs, it mm-hmm. sounds like. Okay. Yeah. Um, as you kind of slink back into your room, they, uh, they kind of start rubbing their paws on their little eyes. <clears throat> It's not time to wake up. Close your eyes. Same. Do you want to look at the look at the clock and I just want two hours to sleep? Uh, yeah, and um, I'm gonna say that Lana has just like spread eagled (laughs) on her belly, and um, and Flint is like. This all kind of like curled up, trying to be kind of close to Lana, who does yeah. not care. She is just like. Yep. But they make some room for you. I mean, you just use them as a bed problem. Duh, bears. Like Kate probably does that thing where she like crawls up on the pillow and curls up. Like, do your cats ever do that? Fiona does that all the time. I'll be, like, laying down to go to bed, and all of a sudden I'll look up, and she'll just be laying right there. Yeah. And be like, you are so precious, I will kill for you. Yeah. So I also had to give them a bath the other day, and, uh, She got me talking about my cat, but I love her cats. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's her fault, not mine. Okay, so you go back to bed with your bear cubs and get the benefits of a long rest. Cole takes a meditative trance. Tiff, my guy, do you just eventually go to bed at some point, I take it? Yeah, you were saying you are pretty tired. Yeah, that's totally it. That's just totally tired, not at all just wanting to be alone. <laughs> um, I don't know what Halkern was doing. Oh, uh, weren't you meditating? I wanted to try to meditate and, like, focus on This him. literally <laughs> happened, like, ten minutes ago. Medicate. This happened, like, ten minutes ago, and I, I cannot remember, so. Um, okay, so, yeah, you're meditating. Everybody gets a long rest. Okay, so we established canonically how everyone went to bed. Um, when you wake up, what do y'all want to do again? I'll probably spend the morning trying to make a connection again, because I'm determined to figure out if this guy can help us with our oh, with, situation. with the being? Yeah, I'm like trying to focus in on like what, who I saw and see if I can make some sort of connection. I'm not saying I do, but I'm trying to make a trying. religion check. Seven cards. It's not seven no, cards. I'm just kidding. Can I hold the card? Oh, Roll a nat 20. Yeah, why not? Yay! I love 
this is actually just for me to determine what you see, but um, I'll still let you pull it. Give me a second. I'm not done. I can't like actually bridge, which is really unfortunate. So it looks terrible, but it gets the job done. I'm here to get the job done. King is a very fitting card for the being that you were trying to reach out to. I am going to. My stuff is loading. Yeah, I still see a recording okay. sign. Sorry, yep. I just don't see the thing. It's okay. seven you'll get this king of pentacle cards flashes up it looks like it's just in your mind's eye um and you see a depiction of what looks like the tarot card the king of pentacles it's a man who sits on a throne embellished with carvings of bulls um and grapes and vines adorn his robe symbolizing wealth and abundance in his right hand he holds a scepter of power and in his left he holds a golden coin symbolic of his material influence this king has an innate ability to create material wealth and financial abundance, and better yet, he can sustain his wealth over time through self-discipline, control, and leadership. At his feet and around his throne are more vines, flowers, and plants representing the highest attainment of material success. His castle sits behind him, a symbol of all he has built through his efforts and determination. He is very serious about financial security and has made the accumulation of wealth his focus in life. He is proud of his achievements and likes to show others his prized possessions and wealth. So... I'm going to say you do see this kind of imagery as the card is described, um, but the man sitting on the throne is the drow that you encountered in the astral. Um, and his castle behind him... Do you remember how... Do you remember the show Loki? Yes, yes. It, it looks kind of like that. That's the best description I have. Oh, that's dope. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of like a chunk of land in the middle of nothingness. Mm -hmm. um, the castle, though, instead of solid, looks, it kind of shimmers and doesn't seem actually real. It's kind of like phasing in and out of existence. Yes, it's intangible. Mm -hmm. So that is what is behind him. Um, and you see lots of purple grapes and green leaves, and you see that, like I said, for a quick moment, this card pops up in your head, um, but it is an image of, of the man that you encountered, and then as soon as you can, like, visualize it and almost reach out to touch it as you're meditating there, it's gone. I'm audibly. Okay. I guess I'd probably like head down to the end where I assume everyone's gonna meet up. 
you do that. What does anyone else want to do? Any, like, morning rituals or anything that people want to do before getting started for the day? Speak now, forever hold your peace. I feel like, I don't know, after the events of yesterday, Tiff's a little... I don't know, like, he kind of wants to, like, re-steal himself, if that makes sense. Like Tiff, I would like to point out that during your long rest, you do not have any dreams. That makes me sad. Yeah, when your soul's not there. Every time that you rest from this point, your body will feel nourished and rested, but you do not dream. Mm. Um. Which is unfortunate, because dreams are how most people have visions. Right. Um, I think, honestly, I think Seth would kind of, like, go on a little bit outside of the, the limits of the, the town itself, and, uh, I honestly, I envision like you know those guys who like the like bodybuilders who are sitting there like moving the big tires and whatnot. Yeah. Like kind of a morning warm up, I guess. Okay. He's just trying to re-steal himself both physically and mentally. So I don't know if it's like a rock or that he's pushing around like Sisyphus or okay. something to that degree. But that's kind of what I'm. Will, while you're doing that and you're kind of just tossing stuff around, I'm going to say that you hear, the sound of hooves approaching. Hooves? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I remember the last time I heard of hooves, I was hanging upside down. So this was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess the tip will stop mid-workout, if you want to call it that, and turn and face the direction of the hooves. See what's as you turn to look at the approaching traveler, you see a shockingly white horse trotting lightly forward on the dirt trail towards the treetop village. Mm. Atop this horse is a rider with a green cloak. Interesting. He lives. No. Knows resurrections this time. I mean, he comes in on a white horse. Come on. Now he's Timothy the Gray or the White. And his <laughs> name was Death. <laughs> nah. He came in. Um, I guess Tiff will kind of like do his like. Oh, I don't know if you would call it neutral pose, where he's just kind of like. <laughs> The wave and like, good morning! <laughs> I was thinking of um, the new It part one where uh, where he's holding the enemy's life. <laughs> That's part two. Is it part two? <laughs> uh, part the one. horse oh, will slow two. to a stop. No, it's <laughs> I was thinking of the second part. And you'll see a hand kind of peek out of the cloak and gently pet the horse who impatiently stomps his hoof. Mm. His tail flicks. You've, uh, you've got yourself a uh, remarkable creature there. Beautiful color. I'm trying to think of... You know, he's just kind of like small talking but still a little anxious about everything at this point, I guess. Um, uh, you, uh, you going into town? Well, I should hope so. And they'll pull 
their hood down and you see beautiful silver hair, almost akin to the horses. They have a very similar look in nature. Gorgeous silver hair. Uh, this gentleman has very chiseled cheekbones and a slender jaw. Uh, his ears have a slight point to them and he wears one braid down behind one of those ears. I love him already. <laughs> his hazel eyes look deeply back into yours. Uh, he is rather beautiful. Questions his sexuality. <laughs> That's what we're naming the episode. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, well, uh, what, what, what's your reason for coming in? We, we, we've had some strangers coming through, and he's going to puff up a little bit. They haven't been all too friendly. I live here. Get dingleberry. Have I ever seen this guy before? Um, how familiar, how familiar are you with Daniel's husband. Probably Considering not, not very because you called him uh, <laughs> his wife. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, which highly offended him. So I would well, say okay, no, so you do I, not know who this person I, yeah, is. Yeah, I've been here for a little while, but I've been it's usually been like popping in for like mm-hmm. trading game and whatnot. Like, what? I've never seen you around here before. What's your name? I would ask you the same in kind, but I have a feeling I may already know the answer. <laughs> is that so? Why, there is only one Tiffany. You bet your ass there is. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. <laughs> he is very charming. And very well groomed, yes. He is, um... Tip's like sitting there like... Uh, he is a beautiful... Hair that doesn't exist. He is yeah, a beautiful, beautiful he is, man. Well, he does have, like, facial hair. He doesn't seem entirely elven, but he is not human. Hmm. Absolutely. But he, uh, he looks at you with kind eyes. That's, that's a nice change of pace, considering mm-hmm. the events <laughs> in the last 24 hours. I apologize, I, I don't recognize you. But you've heard of me, and that's... Yes, I hear that you give my husband quite a uh, lot of trouble. He's like racking his brain like think. Is there a problem? No, 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 no. I'm just trying to I just <clears throat> Who who who's your who's your husband? My partner is Daniel. Internal screaming. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> I, I love Daniel. I you know, I didn't mean I never meant anything by you know, the jests, you know, we're, we're, we're good. We're, 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 we're... Are you? We're, he, he's good people. <clears throat> that he is. And I have missed him quite terribly. Well, don't, don't... So if you do not <laughs> no, mind... No, of course, of course, you, uh... I'm just gonna go back to my as rock. As you mentioned, I have been away for some time. Yes, absolutely. I'm gonna go back to my rock. You have, you have a nice day. Uh, you're, uh, um... I don't think I caught your name. I am known as Feyenwen. Feyenwen. I'll, I'll remember that. <laughs> trying to come up with a nickname. He'll, he'll raise an eyebrow, as if to say, 
Will you? <laughs> no. <laughs> but he already knows. He it's like does not really care. Tiff forgets him immediately. Yeah, so I'm just gonna kind of like awkwardly go back to my boulder. I like that boulder. And he adjusts his cloak. Um, and as he and his horse begin, he kind of. There's no reins or saddle on this horse. He rides bareback. Um, and he will just lightly kind of pet the horse. Sorry, could you pronounce his name one more time so I can... Fae and Win. It's F-A-E-N-W-Y-N. Okay. So I've got Daniel Bouncer and Fae and Win, hot husband. Got <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Don't you know he's the guy? <laughs> I am the guy. <laughs> Silver, too. I'm sorry. Please continue. Um, so he, uh, he murmurs down to the horse a little bit and he says, Come on, Thessa. Yes, her name is Thessa. That's a pretty name for a horse. She's a pretty horse. <laughs> I can't introduce an animal without y'all wanting to fucking steal <laughs> <laughs> Um. Maybe so, we are the bad guy. <laughs> Fanwin um, will go on with Thessa into the village, and as the sun starts to rise, it glistens on his hair. He looks magical as fuck. There's definitely like a, like, wow, I wish I had hair. <laughs> the sun glistens on Tiff's bald head. <laughs> the sweat beating. <laughs> All I can just think of is, um, <laughs> this is no dude. You're a dude. This it's is a, a man. man. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like a pirate had a baby with an angel. <laughs> I don't uh, say that this is the point where um, Shoulder comes, I mean, Cole comes out mm-hmm. of his trance. Okay. Uh, you may do that. Right, I do that. Is, uh, I would say that um, the sound of hooves throughout as Fanwin moves in, inward towards the treetop village, it is. Um, the treetop village is very small, so when travelers come by, it is pretty noticeable. Um, so as the sun rises and people begin to start their day, uh, they do hear the clapping of hoofbeats in the dirt. I suppose I'll go down and... And uh, Fanwin dismounts and immediately makes his way towards the um, place... Did you go, when you rested for the night, did you go back to your space or did you go to Ren's place? Okay. Um, Yes, and this beautiful gentleman is on his way towards that specific treetop hut. so is Cole. I was thinking Mm -hmm. that I feel like Ren is the earlier riser, but today... I think it was Thergrace, and I okay. think she's just staring at that card she got from Fortuna. Okay. And just, like, trying to figure everything out. Mm-hmm. And then when, like, when Ren gets up, she's like, quickly. Like, oh, Good morning. Oh no, I over. 
overslept. Gracie, I'm so sorry. He gets out of bed and is, like, trying to, like, start prepping breakfast. <laughs> okay. I'm not hungry. Continues to prep breakfast. <laughs> Say no. Sam. I'm just gonna let him do it. I'm just gonna watch. Dreamily. This is my man's. I'll say he's shirtless for oh, you. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the muscles. The muscles. Let's be honest, he's the shirt on. Exactly. Not He's frying up some eggs. Kind of tossing them in the pan. That's, that's all. <laughs> I'm good. That's no, fine. that's an empty scrambled egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, y'all are getting ready to have breakfast together. And then you hear a knock at the door. Oh, thanks, Greg. Sorry. No, it's okay. Thanks for the sound effect. Oh, it's cool. Who's I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are y'all laughing about now? Nothing. I was thinking about the bird. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so there is a knock at the door. There is a knock at the door. Ugh, this session's gonna drag because I'm just distracted by people laughing. Um, there is a knock at the door, and Ren goes to answer the door, frying pan in hand, still kind of just like, you know. Moving along, he goes to open the door, just kind of absentmindedly, mm-hmm. and uh, as soon as he sees Fanwin, he drops the frying pan, and they're having a big ol' embrace. It's very brotherly love. Uh, Ren actually, like, picks up Fanwin a little bit with a big bear hug, and uh, they're kind of, like, wrestling each other a little bit. And Fane went is too fast for Ren, though. Mm-hmm. Kind of like dodging and lightly tapping him. Bested you again. Will you ever let me win just once? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you had company. Oh, I'm not... I'm not... Company. I'm just, um... <clears throat> I'm Fair Grace. Hi. Oh, I know who you are. Well, of course. Daniel's told me all about you. Then <laughs> <laughs> I must say I'm rather impressed. He's painfully shy. <laughs> oh, cats. Um, how, would I have heard anything about Fane one? Do you think? How much have you talked to Daniel? I mean, not much. Mm, probably not. Okay. Just wondering if I could return the... Um, make a history check. Okay. 
Plus seven to history. Let's see how I roll. Uh, eighteen. Uh, you see pictures of this gentleman plastered all over this flat. Mm. <laughs> uh, wait. You must be um, Daniel's husband, then, correct? You may call me Faye and Win. It's a pleasure to meet you. Likewise. You've met your match, Ren. I suppose somebody had to keep you on your toes while I was away. <laughs> there is just gonna get a, gonna kind of blush. He's very charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's all in good fun. Have yeah. I have I reached Fainland at this point? Oh yeah, you you can catch up to him whenever. Um. Well, I guess I will appear behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! I see Fainland being all lovingly all to his family. And the dark shadow just... coal behind him. <laughs> I I guess I will just I will just. <laughs> Like SpongeBob at the television camera, Kevin. Kevin. Hi, Kevin. I guess I will. Is that meme with with Dwight and uh, yeah. what's yeah. it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I was Yeah. Uh, do I? Did I ever meet Daniel? Tolda, what if you've been to the bar? You've met Daniel. You mean Fanlin? No, no not Fanlin. I just mean Daniel. If you've been to the bar, oh, yeah. you've met Daniel. I thought Daniel was dead. Isn't Daniel's he dead? not dead. Are you oh. Daniel is Ren's brother. Oh. Daniel is Ren's brother. Oh. Who is the bouncer for the bar? Oh. That Tiff once insulted by talking about his wife and how oh. Tiff would oh. Tiff was basically gonna like I don't know steal Daniel's wife or something or was more impressive to Daniel's wife than yeah. Daniel was. That's what it was yeah. And uh, as you can see, Fanwin is. In touch with his feminine side, and uh, Daniel took that very offensively. My, how the hosts of this home are very happy. I was unaware we had more guests. Cholda! Cole. Cole. Oh, I have heard tell of Cholda. Cholda is dead. I am Cole. Oh, I'm so very sorry. We're working on getting uh, Cholda back. But he said Cholda is dead? Yeah. I'm not quite sure on the details yet. Okay. Can anyone tell me where my husband is? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave him anywhere. Where has he been staying since this arrangement? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, where has he been staying since this arrangement? <laughs> <laughs> he has probably been staying in the bar, oh! which Ren will uh, kind of shuffle his feet a bit. He's uh, so he's he's at the bar. Oh. He's what now? Oh, 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 no. I would like to think Fair Grace had no idea where Daniel was staying. Um, and didn't think of it. 
because, you know, hard eyes for, for Ren. Um, so she's gonna be like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to put anyone out. I'm sure you didn't, dear. I'm sure Daniel is still overseeing the previous acolyte of Cholda. Ah, yes, I heard that Cholda was a funny fellow. My um, condolences. Indeed. If you wish, I can show you to the wretch that once was. Excuse me? Fall if you wish. I... I'm not certain that I wish. What What is going on? I'll just head for the bar. Let's see. He's just like this super unenthusiastic tour guy. Is like, Prince still with you, or did like you just oh Prince. blast Prince into the darkness? Like, what does Cole do with Prince? I guess Prince is on his shoulder, but he doesn't really look like Prince anymore. What? What does he look like? I mean, he still looks like uh, a muskrat, but feral. Ah, the Alolan version. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) The what? (laughs) The Alolan version. In in Pokemon now, they're like variants. Like, Uh, like, already existing Pokemon. Yes, sir, I was looking up a translation. <laughs> oh, I don't oh, like the sound of that oh, at all. Oh, translation. And you were role-playing, so I was letting it happen. My apologies. Oh, no, it's okay. I guess I will head to the bar, and, uh... I, I assume it's still locked. Um, it is indeed locked. Oh, then it's obviously Here's chilling us. outside then. Good morning. Who cares? Uh, Cole. Indeed. What is there to get used to? Oh, nothing. Um, Life is such a fleeting dream. Have you seen the rest? Oh, I believe I saw the halfling child in the half-orc room. And we have a new visitor in town. A new visitor? Upon mm. a white mare, I suppose. That is an assumption. I'm sure plenty of people passed her. They're related to Daniel. Oh. Okay. Alright. Um, what about Katara? Have you seen her this morning? I've not seen the tabaxi. Uh, Tiff? Mm, I believe I heard him welcoming the visitor. Oh, good. Um, I guess we'll wait here then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh, Christ. <sighs> All right, you know who he reminds me of? <laughs> All I can just think is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Wait, who reminds you of? Cole. Just oh, okay. I can't even say it. I don't know. I get, I get like the teacher vibes from Ferris Bueller. He's like, okay, oh. anyone? Good. Bueller. Bueller. Okay, Bueller. so does that mean that Tiff is Rocky? 
No. Yes. Don't put that image in my no, head. I don't. Wait, um, then who's Meatloaf? <laughs> <laughs> also Tiff. <laughs> I just, I just see Cole as fucking riffraff. Yeah. I wish I knew what all this was. <laughs> oh my god, no! I'm not. getting a picture pulled up now! Yes. How do you guys such a Tyler movie? It is such a I mean, I only saw the beginning of it at some point. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, I have heard the time. You know the monotone voice. It's a. It's been a while. (laughs) It's been a very, very long while. It was. It was in my college years. I'm gonna play it for you later, (laughs) and just be like, "That's you." All right. Anyway. Anyway. I believe you said something about Mm. husbandry. (laughs) What? (laughs) I. I'm going to hope that answers itself. Indubitably. I'm just gonna say that um, Feyenwin is kind of like sidestepping around Cole and is just making his own way to the bar. He does not need to be told where the bar is. He knows where his husband works. The door is locked. I have a key. Oh, good. Then we can get the operation hours into... <coughs> you must Order. be this visitor that he was telling me about? We. We, you, the one, the all. He, she, me, it. What the fuck are we? <laughs> hey, there's a reference. Um, Twice! He is just gonna kind of like Gay panic, turn around and go unlock the door. <laughs> well, as soon as he unlocks the door and opens the door, I'll follow in after. Oh, and as he walks in, it is like he owns the place and it charmingly comes to life. Oh. We've established that he's elven, right? He appears to be some form of elven, yes. Does he have anything like, like seeing me? I did not realize that you were around. Yeah, I said I was waiting at the bar. Oh, okay. So you're at the bar. Okay. Yeah, we were just sad, like we were just talking in front of the bar. Oh, well, he's he heard he's heard about all of you, so he's not surprised to see your face. Daniel okay. has kept him up to speed. Gotcha. So. I was curious. He is very much like oh, you must be, and you are, and I know your face. Like he's Beautiful. very, and he's like very proud that he can pick out who everybody is. Um, so he has no ill will towards you. He knows that you are a healer. Good. I mean, Daniel's not the ages of people. Like, this is what is, this is Tiff's stupid fucking face. <laughs> Daniel! <laughs> Big fat me! <laughs> Daniel is an artist! Yes, Daniel! Love it! Oh, it's three on the bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> I made y'all simp for the married gays! <laughs> Made them so hot and unattainable. That's how change. they should be. You cannot change no, that. No, I, I uh, no. Their marriage is beautiful. No, I, I love their marriage. 
I do love him though. He's gonna be like everybody's gay best friend. If he dies, we ride. <laughs> I will tear down the establishment. <laughs> oh my god! Four times in a night! I... Like, this doesn't even happen in Esther anymore! Fanwin st- starts casting like little elven magics, very, very simple ones, to kind of like push a stool in, tidy up, clear a little bit of dust, etc. Yes, very much so. Yeah. He's very much a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Tyler. He is uh, spoken for. No, no. I'm just saying. He's a he's a spoonful of sugar, and I am just like you know, open your fucking mouth, and I'm shoving the bottle in. At this what? Point. What is happening? I'm cold. I was gonna say you're so, like a shot of vinegar I, or something. Yeah, oh, exactly. okay. I, I get it now. Okay, I wasn't sure. What His was personality is all you know, magic, and I'm just like doom, gloom, despair, hopelessness. <laughs> the teen mode is. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay, so magic e cleaning up stuff. Yes. Making yes. Yes. I, I guess we're just waiting up top at the tavern. I don't know, Tiff's still flipping rocks. <laughs> I mean, Fanwin's going to find his hubby, so I don't know what y'all want to do, but... I will just enter the bar. Oh. I thought dark was corner. waiting at the bar, but I didn't know if we could actually go in the bar yet. The bar's open now. Oh, okay, then I'll go in, yeah. Yeah, Fanwin unlocked it. I will find the Honestly, corner. Honestly, probably find like a conversation with Cole. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, Fair Grace and Ren would probably, like, get ready real quick. I figure the bears have probably roused Kitten. Oh, yeah. Their nice good sleep. Yeah. Yes. Oh, bright and early. Bright and early. So I probably would have seen them go into the bar and join them. That's fine if y'all want to go to the bar. It gets y'all together, so. Um... And as everyone kind of gathers into the bar, and Fanwin has tidied up a bit, um, and goes and awakes his very sleepy hubby, who is kind of just like curled up in a cot behind the bar. Aww. Daniel kind of wakes up and is very surprised to see Fanwin. Um, and is overjoyed, and very much like how Ren picked up Fanwen, Daniel will also pick up Fanwen, but this time it's much more romantic in nature as opposed to brotherly love. We'll kind of spin him around a little bit. And um, then he'll kind of like straighten up Fanwen's cloak a little bit too, and kind of like dust him off. He said that, um, I have missed you. And uh, they will lovingly exchange pet names that I'm going to butcher now. Uh, they start speaking in Elvish to one another. And, uh... I hope one's Smoothie-Poo. Now, one is Alisay-Nin, and one is Blaud-Nin. And it, one of them says my pride, and the other says my joy, for oh, anyone who precious. speaks Elvish. Yeah, so, my pride. Um, <laughs> yes, so, so Daniel know. calls Fanwin his joy. And it is very sweet. Love that. Oh. 
So if you speak Elvish, you're probably crying in the club right now. Um, but it is very obvious they have not seen each other for some time. In fact, none of you have ever met Faye and Wynne, so, and you've been here for a while now. And then Faye and Wynne kind of turns around and says, my dear, we have guests, like, to kind of, like, lovingly kind of push Daniel off of him a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know, okay, well, we know Gracie. And we all know Tiff. This one now goes by Cole. Have we established what guitar is doing? She said she just joined oh, up. Okay, I'm sorry. You must be Halcorin. What gave it The robes, my dear, the robes. <laughs> Fancy pants. <clears throat> I could never pull off yellow. And that must mean that you are a kitten, and oh, who are these lovelies? Oh. He starts petting the bears, who immediately are very fond of him, just... The girl is Lana, and the boy is Flint. Oh! Uh, I'm trying to think what we established our snacks for bears. I think we said berries? They like berries. Yes. He's gonna like reach into his Bear. into his cloak and and pull out little little treats of May I? Of course. And he will give them little berries and pet their little heads and they will chomp on them. Where's Lupa at? Lupa is with Thair Grace. Lupa is usually with Thair Grace. Oh, that's so right. Yeah, boy. She's mine. And she so I guess she's comes down with their grace and her uh, her tail is wagging back and forth. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and she actually walks right up to Faye and Wynne and curls up at his feet. And the reason that she does this is people make animal handling checks if you want to know. Higher, you will be aware that Lupa seems familiar with Fanwin. If you have a 15 or higher, you are aware that she is particularly fond of his cloak. As he wears a green cloak that looks very familiar to those of you who. Is you want to see these <coughs> ranger friends? Aww. And Lupa, um,. Although, obviously, the scenario that you all met Lupa in involved the death of those rangers. Lupa was not responsible for the death of those rangers, and obviously the Cult of Umbra was. Ooh, so. I, actually, I actually wear part of Timothy's cloak. I know you do. He doesn't seem to acknowledge it. Okay. He might look at you with a little bit of sadness in his eyes, right. but it quickly goes away. 
But he does know that Timothy's dead. Oh. Thank God. Sad boy, Alice. Yeah, I miss Timothy. Right. I hate to make those pretty eyes. <laughs> Timothy who? Oh. So, uh... <clears throat> uh... You hear the thud of Lupa's tail against the floor, <laughs> just like... Well, she likes you, so you must, be, you must be good. You must be okay. Um, I appreciate your approval, Tiffany. <laughs> yeah. Um... <clears throat> Plenty of time to drink at my welcome back party. Something's gonna be party. And Ren will chime in. Well, we're gonna have a two for one. <laughs> you were Okay. You were really drunk though. Yes. You can make a history check to see if you remember said conversation. Sure. Oh. <clears throat> If he does it, he's not even going to remember the uh, compliment he gave when... That's a 15. I say that, yeah, it might take you a minute. Like, your head kind of hurts thinking about it, but you you remember the night. Like, you weren't wasted. You've been wasted. Mm -hmm. Like, you... Oh, yeah, we were talking about that last night, and uh, that, that that's all I remember from last night. That's... He's not going to acknowledge that. He was nice to... <laughs> Ren's gonna like roll his eyes and cross his arms. And um Faye and Wen will go, Oh yes, that reminds me, and he starts patting his cloak a little bit, and he pulls out a folded piece of parchment. And he is going to hand it to Grace, as he's probably most familiar with her because Daniel has done nothing but say kind things about oh, her. Boy. And um He'll say, part of the condition that I was allowed to return home is that I was to deliver this. What, you could just come home because you wanted to come home? That doesn't seem very right. Daniel's kind of, like, irritated, and Faye and is just like, Mama would not have it while the forest was in such disarray. Yeah, you can open it. So you open this letter, and the letter says, um, To my esteemed subjects. <laughs> I believe that some may refer to you as the seven. I do not know what you legally wish to be called. But I request your presence at a feast in your honor in the great city of Calthir for your service to the realm of Naturai. We have heard tell of your adventures deep here in my castle, and I wish to hear your story with my own ears. I look forward to meeting you. This is not a request. <laughs> oh. 
It is signed, and the name, forgive me, we're scrolling. This guy was only named recently, my apologies. No it is signed with a, like, wax seal of the crown prince of Calthir, I will tell you that. Um, but his name... Yes, yes, his name is Prince Isandoral of House Calthron. Does this? I mean, we would all know this of this person. Uh, yeah, he controls the whole realm. Okay, okay, okay. Like each realm has a different uh, government system, and I know everyone in this party is not necessarily from Naturai, but you would be say. aware. Um, if you're not from Naturai, you can go ahead and make a history check, but it's it's not a difficult DC. You, on the other hand, it doesn't really ring a bell for you, but you also are very new to Naturai, and right. you only really spent time in the treetop village. Eight. I don't think Cole really cares about the dealings I mean, of not really. government, so. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, you, I mean, those of you who roll, like, you know, a ten or higher are, are going to be very aware of the crown prince. He is very young for a crown prince in the eyes of the elves. He is 90 years old. Um, and he has an advisor whose name I'm also going to butcher. Um, his advisor's name is Fathira O'Keel. And she is known for a gaze and a grip as hard as the tree that she is named after. She appears young, but she is 523 years old and has watched over the Calthron family for most of it and has been a loyal advisor for generations. Wow. Uh, unfortunately, the prince's parents uh, went on a boat one day out to Oceanum and never returned. So the crown prince is kind of in control but he doesn't really have he doesn't have interest in running the kingdom uh so he's kind of a figurehead yes gotcha. he likes the power but not the work yeah. so his advisor does most of it so I those of you who are familiar um well he did say this was not a request yeah i <laughs> uh he he He's childish. Like, you can infer that from the letter. He's like, mm, my royal authority. Um, I would like to see you now. So, yeah. who does this guy think he is? <laughs> I have no idea who he is. So. I know. Uh, well, he's kind of like a, a big cheese around here. Like, how big? Like, he runs the place, basically. Big. Like, uh, what does he want with us? He wants to feed us and party with us. Really, you think? I don't think his command should be ignored. <clears throat> it didn't sound like we had a choice. Well, I mean, you always have a choice. You think he just wants to feed us, you're a fool. Obviously not. <clears throat> Obviously there are ulterior motives, but what is our other option to ignore this call? You're right. I say we go. I guess we know if it's destination then. How soon? 
How soon do we have to be there? I mean, it does not have a deadline. Oh, so te- <laughs> technically, we he, get there when we get there. <laughs> technically, he never said we had to be there at a certain time, so I could show up next week if I wanted to. Well, it's going to take us some time to get there. So I have no idea where it is, but out here. I'm just saying. It's a few days' journey away. You'll pass a few villages on the way. He obviously knows where we are to send a letter to us. So he knows how long it's going to take for us to get there to delay. I also am supposed to send message as soon as I can with your reply. I am sorry to bring such bad news. That's okay. We're used to bad news lately. This is not the worst news that we've had in 24 hours. Yeah, sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look very, like, melancholy over at Cole. Oh, we have to take him with us. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. This king guy's gonna be like, yeah, I'm in power. And Cole's gonna be like, no one has any power. <laughs> um, in the end, we're all worm food. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess you can tell him we're coming. Uh, I shall send word immediately. Yeah. But in the meantime, we will plan our own party here, for I'm so happy to be back home, and we must send you off with nothing but the fondest memories. Absolutely. I can, I'll can. i drink to that. How about we get a drink around for the table? <sighs> no? Okay. Well, I'll take a water. <laughs> He's just going to give him a look, like... <laughs> Would that be good for you? <laughs> Would you like that? <laughs> and, uh, and Fane was like, now nah, if we're going to have a party, this just will not do. And he immediately is going to start getting to work, like, setting up the tavern in a very nice way. Um, if anyone wants to do anything, they may, but the I feel like the they're going to work on a song. I'm, probably I'm not going to sing a song in me. In me. But there is a nice song. That's I'm, wonderful. I'm yeah. Chop some wood for a big old bonfire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll probably try to keep my mind busy and try to just help set up around the end. Okay, so the day passes by and villagers start fiddling in and out of the bar, like filling in, um, bringing um, things to set up. Drinking times. Well, yeah. they're well, they're actually coming to like set up, so like yeah. they're helping set up they're putting up decorations you know um beautiful like leaf garland and um more twinkling lights and other fun like pretty things um it's it's simple it's quaint but it is nice i know that there is um there should be some uh, oh wait what was the timeline okay i i'm sorry i had to backtrack for a second the when the villagers got like kidnapped and captured and stuff, there was a long span of time that they were gone. Indeed, yes. Okay, so is it safe to assume that all the game that I brought in is either gone and or rotten from? Uh, yeah, it's been... You salted a lot of it. You did salt some of it. But salting it only goes so for so long. I'm just wondering if Tip would want to, like, would have to go out and, like, catch some game for this party. Just go yell at some (laughs) deer. Yeah, for those who don't know that story, Tiff scared a deer to death and was absolutely upset about it because he set up a trap and the deer just died on the spot. 
So yes, I would like to go hunting, please. Okay, uh, roll a survival check. Mostly replenished. You are noticing it's taking a little bit of time for the game in the area to kind of get back to its typical habitat. Okay. So it is a bit scarce right now. Um, you can try to keep looking. Uh, it also did rain recently, so. Gotta be hard finding like tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, losing any trails and whatnot. Um. Things have been rough. What's one more game to the old fry? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, everyone is setting up lovely decorations. Their Grace is working on her music. Cole is just vibing. Um, Pretty much. I want to teach Flint and Lana some party tricks. To <gasps> okay, okay. What do you want to do? Well, I was kind of thinking, like... They could learn to, like, stand up on their back legs and, like, spin circles. Can you make an animal handling check for me, please? Oh, my God. My heart. Oh, it's only a nine. Uh, they're kind of stumbling along a little bit. It is a bit difficult for them to kind of understand you what you want to do. You know what? No, I really do. want this to happen. I have inspiration. Use it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, God. Now the pressure's on. <laughs> Don't waste it. I did waste it. Um, so they are struggling to kind of gather what you want them to do, but they are kind of toddling on their back legs, maybe not spinning in a circle, but they are kind of like walking along. That's almost more adorable. Um, this factor will be just enough. Trying. And right. well, uh, Lana rolled a 12 for her performance check, so she's kind of like daintily kind of doing it but flint rolled a 19 so oh, he is just he's a born performer he's just he's a circus bear um in no, fact we don't stand circuses here in fact he takes an orange from the bar and kind of rolls it onto his nose and oh, starts oh walking around oh. with an orange on his nose yes. and then he tosses it into the air and then he <laughs> eats it Mm, they are very I happy. Just love them so much. Lupa is kind of shepherding them. She'll kind of come over and <laughs> put like a nose into their back gently, trying to uh, help them stand up and make sure if they fall down, they kind of fall into her soft wolfy fur. All right, I like Lupa a little bit more. Oh yeah, yeah. She likes the bear cubs. She doesn't like you that much though. That's what we established, right? Like she's fond of the bear cubs, but she. She and kitten don't really associate a lot. It's just the natural one. It's a cats and dog world, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so you're doing party, party tricks. Their Grace's music is coming along nice. Oh, Their Grace roll a performance check actually. Oh, fair. It's been a minute. Performance. 
fifteen. Yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah. Good. It's a nice song. Yeah. Okay. Sing about? <laughs> um, I would probably sing about our victory uh, over Gula. Nice. Minus the bad parts. Nice. <laughs> and it and the improvised song goes pretty well, actually. Pretty well yes. over. Uh, Thayer Grace's knack for finding a song in her heart to describe what has happened uh, yeah. has a very epic feeling overall. Yeah. So. Cool. Ren is just like. It's not gay. It's straight. The one time. I simp. Oh, uh, it's getting started. It's starting to pick up. Yeah, people are actually starting to come in. Their decorations are up. Um, food is wafting in. When you don't show up with any game, um, it is okay because the door opens and Jonathan the Butcher has returned and is fully healed and is safe. Um, and he comes with a wild boar. Oh, Jonathan. Yeah! yeah. And, um, no, that's major respect. That was Tiff's first, like, kill was a bore. Yeah, well, someone said party, and Jonathan is feeling comfortable to be back in the village. If y'all remember, he kind of took a sabbatical in a way. He kind of left for a little bit um, to heal up, and he was not very comfortable at first with Lurbuck staying in the village. Um, But he is fully healed and seems to have recovered past his trauma. Uh, Lurbuck Lurbuck is not here. Uh, do you? Do you? Does someone? What? Do you want to look for Lurbuck? I mean, I just. Uh, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't go look for him, but I'm I'd probably keep an eye out for him. Talk about like ask people where he went. You do, or are you? I'm just. I don't want to like. Yeah. Someone murder him. I don't want to spend a lot of time on him. No. Um, you mentioned in passing, oh, he should be here soon. Last I saw him, he was, he was outside of town, not too far from here, so. Nothing suspicious there! Um, I'm sorry, I want to bounce back to Jonathan for a second, like, that's such a cool thing. Okay, can Tiff, like, go over, like, clearly this, this boar was taken down by Jonathan, or is that is that implied, or did he just like, oh, yep, found this thing dead in the woods? Um, he probably had some help. It looks like a couple people hunted this thing together, but he is the one who is preparing it. Okay, uh, Tiff, like, as, like, he's breaking down everything, Tiff would like to remove, like, the biggest teeth and, like, mm-hmm. make a necklace for Jonathan, because that's, like, Aww. it's a trophy! Nice. And you and Jonathan were buds. He yeah. was, like, your, your connection to yeah, the village originally, so... Um, he will be very moved by this gift from you, I will say. Yeah, he'll he'll do it back. Hell yeah. You guys will have, like, the one-arm, like, man-hug moment. <laughs> like, like, my uh, brother. Um, teacher's husband and, uh, Armstrong, where they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, food's starting to smell good. There's some music playing. Drinks are starting to be poured. And it's just a nice little event, gathering with all of the people that you have helped save, uh, and they're 
as you are hanging around, people start walking up to you, people who you don't even necessarily recognize, um, and they just, they grasp you by the hands and they say, thank you, thank you, and uh, people are putting drinks into your hands and people are um, shouting for another round and, you know, you can have your, your pick of any of the food that you want and this is all a big thank you to all of the heroes here. Um, they are aware that Darkstrider and Thergrace are not with you. Um, there are two full drinks on the bar that are there in honor of those two members who are not with you this evening. So it's just kind of like their spot. And people have left flowers and notes. It's almost like, I don't want to say it's, you know, necessarily yeah. like a vigil because they're not necessarily dead, but um, they are they are missed. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. I love it. Yeah, Tiff's having a great time. He's, he's drinking with the villagers and sharing food and, mm -hmm. you know, yeah so people thing. can people can have drinks people can eat people can do whatever they want to do this was meant to be just like a brief kind of shining moment though there was one thing that i did want to have happen and this is for maddie specifically so i'm gonna say during this feast people keep asking for more music and more music but they also want their grace to be able to enjoy the party and so um Ren is being patted on the back and told to stand up, and so he ends up having a very big drink, and then he's going to sing a song for Theragrace. Stop! Yeah, I wrote a song for Theragrace today. My um, <laughs> And I am not going to be able to sing it in character. I wanted That's to, but okay. it's getting late. So I will eventually do it, um, but it is very much kind of like a, like a, almost like a sea shanty or Irish jig kind of type song, and it goes, Ne'er saw a lass so fair as mine, you can search from Promisa to Naturai, you can dig the mines for gems and gold, but the treasure I hold cannot be sold, and across the sea, oh you'll never see such a thing of beauty as the one with me. Uh, for she's hotter than Khalidi with a fiery air to match. You can keep your tails and your fancy sails. Boys, my lady is a catch. And I don't know if it's by design, sheer luck, or the great divine, but I'll sing her praises that she chose to be, dancing through life with a brute like me. Oh! And he was very nervous to do that, but let's see how our boy oh. did. 19. Whoa. So it is, uh, he, is I will fire. say that he gets off to a bit of a shaky start. He's a little nervous, but people start clapping and getting the beat. I will say that um, parts of this song probably were kind of like borrowed yeah. uh, from other songs. Yeah. He's not a composer. Um, uh, and some people may even kind of chime in for like a chorus bit. Yeah. Uh, in the middle to kind of like give him the confidence to really power through but at the end he really he really like shines he hits it home and he's kind of belting it out and uh as he's singing it like he's he's gonna like spin you around and be kind of dancing with you and uh and yeah my mom with Ren or sierra jesus nick watch your back <laughs> you might have sold me I love you. I love you. No, that was, that was a good moment. So, yeah. Oh.
I thought that up at work today, actually, I and was like, it. I need to give this to Maddie. So, I wish I could have sang it. I had, like, a tune and everything, but I'm like, my voice is not there right now. Their grace is very touched. She, like, wipes a tear away and, like, kisses him on the cheek. Absolutely. Aw, he's blushing. He's cute. He immediately will ask for another round. He is Tip just loves to see Yeah! Yeah! to do, Cole, as an aside? Um, well, first, um, we mentioned earlier that, um, oh, what's her, what's her name? Um, she left a, she left a note in, the, in her room. Oh, um, Tretha. 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 Yes. I guess I would go to Tretha's room since okay. I haven't seen her. I'll pick up the note. Um, when you pick up the note, it is, um, actually handed to you by a little mouse. Um, and the note says, I really wish I could have said goodbye. Uh, You all mean so very much to me. Um, and you have helped me just as much as we've helped the forest together. Um, as you know, I have been searching for my mother and father and I got word and I needed to leave right away. Um, I do not know where my journey takes me next, um, but if you ever need to send a message, Lacey knows how to find me. Please watch after her. Tretha. I'm gonna hold the letter to my heart for a second. I'll fold it back up and put it into my pocket. Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, uh, Cole will go out and look for, um, Lurbuck. As Cole goes out, you feel Little Mouse kind of circle up your leg, and, uh, it's gonna curl up into, do you have any pockets? Yes. Uh, they're kind of stitched into my cloak. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, and she will find one, and she'll go... She wraps her little oh, little mitts god. like on the fabric a little bit. Oh god, I wish my character wasn't so edgy. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm working on it, I'm sorry. I'm so, gonna fix this. So she kinda curls up and uh, is is gonna accompany you. She's yes. lonely too. Oh. I guess I'll for Lurbuck, then, with... Make an investigation check. Okay. That's... Um, that's a 12. You hear a loud hammering sound. I will follow the hammering. Okay, as you follow the hammering, it gets louder, and you see a big orc with a giant mallet hammering in a wooden post. Yes, I'll just kind of walk up, creeping shadow, next to the giant figure posting the posts, and just kind of awkwardly stand and stare for a while. Uh, He does not notice that you are there. He is focused on his work.
<laughs> he restrains himself. Chulda scare Lurbuck. I did not. I suppose they did. How are you, Lurba? Lurbuck. Lurbuck. Cholda, not Cholda. No, not anymore. Cholda have to give up something. They had to give themselves up to save someone they kind of cared about. He's pouting. But Cholda wanted uh, me to tell you something important. Mm. Don't give up the faith. Cholda is very proud that you were their first, possibly last, acolyte. Not last. That's good. Azuchazu, funny guy. Yes. Work in mysterious ways. Oh, yes, there. We'll be leaving soon. Lurbuck. Lurbuck, no. You'll be all right here? And you won't cause any trouble? Lurbuck, home. Lurbuck, very sorry. That's good. I think in time... Lurbuck, find happy. Azuchazu, funny guy. Very, very funny guy. But Cholda. Cholda saved Lurbuck. Oh. <laughs> Cholda, give Lurbuck home. That they did. If ever I see Cholda again. I will let them know. Home wait for Tulda. They'll be happy to know that. Azutazu, see all. Yes. Yes, he does. Goodbye, Lurbuck. I'll hug him. By his eye. Watch over you. By his eye. Let go. You know, tears are just kind of streaming down my face. Wait, friend. Yes? Don't forget.
thank you. I'll walk away and just. Oh, I'm sorry, Tyler. <laughs> did you happen to pay attention to what he was working on? Or did you not care as Cole? You know, I was a little curious. What is he working on? Uh, so there is now a sign outside of the treetop village. And it says, Welcome to Odo. Which Odo is the elvish word for seven. And the treetop village has named itself Odo in honor of the seven who saved them. That is sweet. Oh, I just got chills. Yeah. That was I and And I plan on that being the last thing you guys see when you leave the village, so sorry to spoil that reveal. It's okay. A little ahead of time, but uh, only Cole knows this for now. <laughs> I guess I'll return to the party then. And Yeah. Oh, everyone's having a great time at the party. It's popping. <laughs> Some people are getting a little sloppy drunk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of dancing. It's not very good. Also Tiff. <laughs> <laughs> so what the bears are excellent, though. Oh, the bears, the are, bears are the hit. The <laughs> life of the party. Oh, yeah. And not only are they toddling around and balancing things, um, they're also getting Lupa involved, so... <laughs> they're trying. She's kind of begrudgingly, like, yeah. she's not really doing any of the tricks, but... Uh, they're kind of dragging her around and, you know, keeping her as kind of their, their guide. Like, if they're going to stumble, they kind of grab onto Lupa. Yeah. But everybody loves the bears. And, uh, everybody raises a glass and, uh, and Feanwyn gets up and he says, In honor of the seven, uh, those who are still here and those who can no longer be with us, you make us all very proud. And while there may not be any more rangers in the forest of Naturai, we do not despair. We honor those lost, but the journey goes on. And we are very fortunate to be protected by such brave heroes as all of you. We owe you our lives. There is no way that we can repay you for what you have done. But I hope, if you ever need the comfort of our small town again, that you will come home and we shall welcome you with open arms. That's the shit right there. I like it. He is... I love him. I'm mad. I, he only exists now. No. <laughs> and then he's married. He's perfect. And he's arm in arm with Daniel, who is very happy to have his husband at home. Um, and then, um, and Daniel go, yeah, and to Ren. That's my brother. I'm gonna miss him very much. Oh. <laughs> and, and there's like crying and they're I hugging each God other. Oh, I will not let anything happen to Ren, don't you fret. Ren is my my 
And Fane, when it's gonna like pat Daniel on the back a little bit and be, we'll be able to visit all of the time. We have family in Kalthir. Um, but Daniel is just like, <laughs> he's not really been separated from Ren. And as you know, there is a picture of him and Ren in the bar. They opened this bar together, and now the bar is being left to Daniel, and Ren is going to leave. Um, this makes me sad thinking about the last time they were separated is because they were in like yeah. cages mm -hmm. nearly dead. Yeah. Uh, very sad boys. They have a very deep brotherly love. But as you know, Daniel's an artist and he wrote to Faye and Wynn while he was away and he will write to Ren as well. It is all but guaranteed. <laughs> so you will still hear tales of... Tony will still have a purpose. The treetop village. Place. Absolutely. Yeah. Tony. Tony's coming. Tony Hawk. Don't forget about Tony Hawk. Everybody forgets about Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor guy. We all love him. Who the fuck is he? <laughs> so yeah. You guys get to enjoy the festivities a bit. And it is a lovely party. Um, if anyone wishes to do anything before they're going to leave the village, now would be the time to do so, probably, as I imagine you will be going on your journey very soon. Speak now, forever hold your peace. It's not that you can't come back here. The world's just getting a little bit bigger. Yeah. We're making Um. Are you walking fast? <laughs> I, know, I know that things are a little tough with, like, wildlife and whatnot, but mm -hmm. Tiff did come here for a reason, and that was to act as a trade, like, to create a trade emissary mm -hmm. between Naturai and, uh, I'm sorry. Khalidi. Khalidi, where his tribe was at. Mm -hmm. So I think before he's, like, ready to go, he just wants to make sure that's still somewhat established, because he can't be the courier anymore for it. Mm -hmm. And Jonathan will just kind of smirk at you, and he'll go, "Oh, you don't know." I don't know. I don't know what. After everything you all did here, they've officially greenlit us to have the river come to the treetop village. <laughs> You're kidding! Oh, wow! Which means they will have access to imports and exports that they otherwise would not have access to because the. That's awesome. Um, Oceanum has a bunch of riverways that um, kind of pass on packages yeah. and whatnot. That's um, so cool. Mm -hmm. no, that's so really they've exciting. been um, they've been kind of upgraded. They're a very small location still, but now they are a tourist destination. Yeah. So is it like an all rivers lead to Oceanum type yes. deal? Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that's how <laughs> it's like a tourist trap. Like, and to the left, you see a rail that was broken by Tiffany. And there's another one. And another one. There's just uh, a series of rivers that cut through all of the realms, and it mostly goes to capital cities, but occasionally they branch off a very small stream um, to stop in a couple cities, a couple port cities, and that is what the treetop village is now going to become. Nice. Okay. One last thing before mm -hmm. he leaves. Jonathan, Jonathan's my guy. Yeah. He's my guy. Your dude. Um... Tiff has his two main pelts, the mm -hmm. direwolf and the uh, brown bear pelt. Mm -hmm. from... 
Yeah, we are familiar with how yes. the brown bear pelt was a different uh, I think as a, you know, like, like he, I don't know, Jonathan is definitely like that, that brother he, so I think he wants to offer him his brown bear pelts and say, you are, uh, hold on, like, tip. Brother bear. <laughs> <laughs> no. Who's <laughs> like? Uh, he's like, you may not be as tough as I am, but you are strong, and your heart is even stronger. You are welcome in my tribe back home. And this is proof. Damn, that's intense. Tell him tips it, yeah. He's had a couple drinks, and he's just kind of, like, taken aback and, and honored by this. He doesn't really know how to respond. Um. Doesn't have to. He, yeah, he just kind of like takes it in his hands and gets a little emotional. Kind of like uses it to wipe the corner of his eye a little bit, and he's gonna throw it on. Um, and it's a full grown brown bear, so I don't remember exactly what Jonathan like. If he's, I mean, he's not a Goliath tall, but he's a no. pretty tall dude. He's so a pretty beefy probably, guy. It'll probably like sit. He's like thick. He's bit. not like super muscly. He's got yeah. like a bit of a dad bod. He's got beefy, it. like strong man, like classic strong man build. Got it. Okay. So it still might sit a little bit heavy on him, but... Yeah, but he can handle it. Excellent. That'll please the tip. <laughs> the tip. <laughs> the boulder! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Alright. Okay, so yeah, he will graciously accept your gift, and it uh, moves him beyond words, but you guys have like a... Unspoken bro bond. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. At, uh, how late does this party run? Oh, it goes pretty late. I mean, people come and go, but uh, you're, you're pretty sure you've seen just about everybody from the treetop village. Uh, even Lurbuck does make an appearance at some point. Oh, God. Um, Though he is not partaking in any of the alcohol. Good boy. You'll see him kind of sweeping up the floor a little bit, or picking up after people's cups and whatnot. Um, well. Mm-hmm. He can be talked. <laughs> Just take some second. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Well, I think uh, before heading off to bed, Tip will do a once-over, taking a look at the axe with a new room on it. Mm-hmm. Make sure the blade is sharp. And yep, it looks pretty good. I mean, it's a little rusty, you know, how it how it looks in its depowered state, but yeah. it does look pretty cool. And the runes go about halfway down the handle. Excellent. Okay. So, seems like a lot of people are ready to go to Betty Byland in and out game, which is perfectly fine. It is rather late. Um, so yeah, you guys enjoy the rest of the festivities, and eventually everyone goes to bed, and you spend one last night in the Treetop Village, which has been your home since the beginning of the campaign. It's been, I mean, it's been a year since we played this game, which is crazy, but in-game it has been uh, several months, too, so this, mm-hmm, this is bittersweet, absolutely, and it's a beautiful moment, and... Um, there are big things in store for you and for the village, and everyone is excited for the future. But at the same time, it's a little, little bit sad to, to leave behind. Yes. It's like growing up a little bit.
And people solo don't even have a choice. Okay. Okay, King. <laughs> you can go wherever you want, but if you don't oh, I'm want... gonna go. I'm just gonna complain the whole time. And that's oh, totally God. fine. But no, no, if no, you no, if you no, don't no. want big city living resources, that's fine. You can struggle. Yeah, because this douche king can very well be like, Oh, you didn't come to my party, will you little tree top village? There'll be nothing. Right. <laughs> you know, he wasn't he wasn't gonna be a total dick, but I have a feeling that's where it's gonna go. Uh, Not a dick, just like spoiled. Oh, you mean how it goes with every single NPC in Xenos ever? <laughs> I don't wanna hear it. You sir slicered my Adern and I'll never forgive you. <laughs> He'll never forgive you either. Um, oh, I don't. I don't expect you to, and I honestly don't want you to because it makes. Oh so yeah, you guys fun. go to bed and early to rise, and people start to fill a wagon with your belongings. Ren is packing up the carriage, and Feanwen goes to greet you off. Uh, thanks you yet again, and he hands off his white horse <gasps> to Ren. So that it may draw it. the carriage. And we didn't even have to steal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were very well behaved. Wait, so you're telling me if we just reward. wait for things. We... So, uh, so yes, Thessa will be pulling your wagon Aww. to take you Precious. to the great city of Kalthir. Awesome. And as all of your belongings load up, uh, Darkstrider is going to stay in the treetop village and be looked after by the healers and by um, Feynman specifically with his magics. We'll do everything that he can to help Darkstrider. Um, but he has seen enough of his mother for a while and would like to spend some time with his husband. So um, he will tell you if you are in need of anything that you may speak to Carlotta uh, and that she will be expecting you. <laughs> um, no, Carlotta is Feynman's mother. Mother, okay, okay. Um, I'm terrible with names. It's okay, so uh, he will he will spe- especially direct to Ren. You know, he'll say uh, effectively something to the extent of like blood of my blood, like you. Yeah. Uh, you shall never want for anything. Um, he'll say it in Elvish to him. So, only those who speak Elvish will really kind of pick up on this moment. Um, but Ren will kind of nod, and with your menagerie of animals, you will all load up into the wagon, and as you pull out of the town, you see the sign saying, Welcome to Odo, uh, home of the Seven. And... You are on your way. I love it. Absolutely. Love it. So thanks for. I feel like I feel like this is one of the points in like a game where like you get really far into the game, like you feel like you've been playing it forever, and then it finally plays the title screen, and you're like, "What the fuck? That was just the first part." Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of build up in a really small village, and now you guys are a high enough level that you're uh, moving up to heroes of the realm, not just nice. heroes of the town. So you have been summoned. By the Crown Prince. 
and we will see what adventures await you on your journey to Call Fear the next time that we meet. In the meantime, I believe if you wish to hear more wondrous adventures, that you can tune in next week for The World of Esther! <laughs> more trauma! Yay! The trauma train is going to come in. Woo woo! And if you've listened this long, I appreciate you and thank you very much. And you can go ahead and uh, message me on TikTok and tell me how bad I did. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> you did amazing! Also, uh, shameless plug, there's also a group on Facebook with the Wondrous Drums podcast group where we do put character arts, uh, backstories, all that fun stuff. I'm going to have to do another another shameless, shameless plug because we did not get to the bit that I planned. I honestly had anticipated us to be in the city uh, by the end of the session, oh, which sorry. is where we will be doing our official plug for our friend uh, Bellatro D&D, a.k.a. Jeremy, yeah. um, whom you can find on TikTok and on Patreon. Uh, they make really cool maps, and uh, they've graciously agreed to sponsor the Realms of Omnia, and for that I am truly grateful, and it's given me a bit of a kick in the pants to try to be a better DM. So, uh, as always, ever forward, and I look forward to the next session. Thank you, and have a good evening. <laughs>